his thoughts on downtown Battle Mountain too. I was more interested in showing off than writing a coherent song. Oh, but he made coherent songs. Welcome to the Demo Team Podcast. Big day today. We've got like everyone here, right? Who we got, Ryan? We got Derek Bloom. We got Derek Bloom first to last. We got, you know, you also know him from Cholera Violins. You also know him from If I Die First. You know him from uh God Color of Violence. Color of Violence, of course. I mean, anything else? Derek, that we should talk about? I, I don't think so. I think that's, <laughs> that's just about everything. That's, that's it. That's about it. All right. Yeah. Um, we, also, we also got Greg Molina. He's from uh, A Moment's Notice. If you do, if you're not familiar with that, go look up Swanfest, uh, Skylet Drive, ASD. I mean, uh, look up ASD. And uh, what song was that, Greg? That you showed up on? Uh, a reason for broken wings. Yeah, I think everyone knows that song. That's a good ass song, and you killed it live, pretty brother. Big, That's pretty probably. big one, dude. Thanks, guys. I mean, it was a hell of an opportunity as a local artist to get on stage with guys that are on that level. Who are also yeah, yeah. local too, which is like real. That's kind of like a cool, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sixteen-year-old me from this area definitely was screaming internally. I, I fangirled a little bit. That t- that teen girl's still alive inside you, Greg. Don't did you like? Re- did you rehearse with them at all for it, or did you just hop up? Nope, nope. nope. Just Jordan up. Blake and Nick Miller texted me at like, like nine o'clock at night and were like, "Hey, bro, you're getting on stage with us tomorrow." And I was like, "I'm sorry, who?" <laughs> like, who? <laughs> like, so, well, and then they were like, "Here's the song, learn it." And I'm like up all night, and then I wake up hella early, and I'm like going over it and i'm like sitting there like i'm not doing this am i then i'm at swamp fest like oh i'm gonna do this this is this is stupid <laughs> all right <laughs> and then and uh, we, also, we also have uh our gf something to say ryan or? yeah i was gonna say we also have alan who's in the Angel i was gonna say that <laughs> you were gonna say it go ahead i was say gonna it, say that we can say it <laughs> we have alan from my alan. band because i'm ryan porter and um i'm in the band the angel like expression um yes, you probably Ryan. saw me on social media at some point <laughs> yes he's always posting those those crazy posts you know just everywhere ryan's a poster those, you know random poster. things saying that we're a, my chemical romance uh new new band you know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's me but um we're all here today uh we got everybody together because we're you know, gathered always, here today like, to get through this thing called life yeah, and that's a Prince quote. That's good. Uh, I, know. I know it's a Prince quote. <laughs> we've always told guests that have been on the show, they're always welcome to come back. Derek and Greg both have been on the show. They've both been welcome back. Alan is a new guest who has, who kind of has some experience with this little announcement because uh, as of, I mean, it's been like two months maybe, but as of today, officially we can announce that the Demo Team podcast will be partnered with Ghost Killer Entertainment which means that they will be giving us a little helping hand and 
getting our shit out there so more people can listen to us oh, yeah. and like check One out. Second. I'm gonna pop this champagne real quick. Maybe. Pop, Let me see. Pop. <laughs> oh, it didn't really pop. I'm gonna pop this water bottle right <laughs> here. All right. Just that. Just that. Oh, okay. I think Derek opened like, a bottle earlier. He, he's, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We're... cheers, cheers. I don't have. I, I'll yeah, smoke a bowl. cheers, I, cheers. Oh, Jesus Don Julio. Christ, Don Julio. Oh, I, I, I tip my cigarettes. <laughs> but um, we have Derek for about another forty minutes, so I wanted to maybe like we'll 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 go around the table, but let's yeah. give Derek. Let's give let's give the, the the drummer of from first to last. If I die first, the 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 avant garde artist of cholera violence and you know <laughs> last beat master of the cholera violence some uh, no. some screen time. Real quick. Yeah. So, Absolutely, Derek, you're, playing, you're playing so what festival, bro? Tell us yeah. how that came to be. You know, uh, we I mean we've done a bunch of festivals with with uh, Zemer, you know. Uh, he invited us out to Furnace Fest, and uh, and uh, we were, I think it was uh, so what, or fuck, what I can't even remember what the one last, last I, yeah. I remember the one he's in Dallas last year, which yeah. was with Emo Night, which was yeah, an interesting concert to say the least, yeah, for sure, yeah, okay, that's what it was. Uh, but anyway, so he invited us out to this, and uh, we had been you know, wanting to kind of play some shows this summer and test the waters, see where things were, you know, all this stuff got booked several months ago when uh, everything maybe wasn't like all the way back open everywhere or wasn't, you know, so sure if things were going to get closed down or restricted again or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We wanted to go out and play and test the waters and kind of see, you know, with yeah. the vibe. Wait, yeah. Wait we're, you guys are going to play on Silent Night, right? But you all caught COVID, correct? You know, probably. <laughs> I, I know uh, all of us have had it, uh, I think. But uh, it's, it's good. Just really? It's like yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. He, he tweeted like yeah. two days ago that he got COVID. And like a week ago, he was like, I haven't caught it yet. And I was like, damn, that's what I did. And then I caught COVID. Yeah, you, exactly. you, can't, you, you can't say it out loud. Dude, I, I feel like anybody that talks about COVID, there any time during you know 2020 to 2022 ish early in it, we're all just like, yeah, man, that time vortex we all went through, and we can't remember shit for the last two years. Exactly, yeah, it's all it's all kind of a fucking blur, honestly. But I guess if y'all were going to play on Silent Night, y'all probably would have caught COVID there because I caught COVID there. Yeah, maybe because. That's that's could have been one of the places because that was my birthday weekend. So who knows? But it seems yeah. like thousands of people are might probably might have done it. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, going. I guess it was just bound to happen in this industry, right? Yeah. Wash your hands, people. Just like cover your mouth. If you if you feel sick, wear a mask. Like you know. Yeah. Just help just these guys out. Stay away. Yeah, COVID's over too, though. Just go get your <laughs> shots or whatever. Just like I don't know, <laughs> do your thing. Just stay healthy. That's all we drink. Water. <laughs> Eat vegetables, Ryan. Um, 
I eat vegetables. What? What have I? That's right. Eat vegetables. Yeah. You... Rehydrate yourself. Vegetables are dope. Rehydrate with Don Julio. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, uh, what's, also... what's the What's the plant in tequila? It's like on a agave. I don't know agave. Agave. You're yeah. agave, right. I was gonna say, like I was gonna say anahusa or whatever, which is like the hallucinogen. But Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. <laughs> I will, yeah, I don't know. Ayahuasca. Man, ayahuasca, yeah. So Derek, I guess let's go back to Derek. We're not working though, on like... this one together at all. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I said, we're not working on that one together at all. We're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we sure. all got different names for it. It's, Damn it. <laughs> it's it's very regional, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with that. So, Derek, By the way, where, my... where are we all at right now? Derek, are you in florida or uh, i'm in uh, la la okay so i'm the only one not in california i'm guessing uh yeah you're yeah. on the cali podcast baby hey, we all in the pacific zone it's daylight outside for us okay why did we both look over <laughs> <laughs> it's still daylight ish like, yeah. it's still shit. early it's still early it doesn't feel early when you wake up early. It feels late. And every day so, I start way too early. You know, we haven't day. done an interview in a while. And so I didn't up- have my time zones right. So I was basically prepared for this for like four hours. So oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. So I was like, oh, it's two hours. Oh. No, I mean, it's not. It's it's on me because I was like, oh, I'm two hours ahead of Ryan, not two hours behind. So yeah, but, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Karen usually sets up our interviews, and they're they're much more organized than me. But I'm a little chaotic being, so it's all right. But, but I guess let's go back to Derek, though. Like, yeah, like yeah. I was gonna ask. He has a string of shows also coming up, right? You ever doing like a little mini yeah. tour? Yeah, there's a festival we're playing in Ohio, and uh, we've got some club dates in like Philly and uh, New York, and I think Toronto. <laughs> Uh, and a couple other spots too. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> tickets are on sale if people want to um, check that out. You know, there's uh, links on Twitter and our Instagram and all that stuff. All right, very cool. A little Midwest Sad. run, I a guess. Little, so. A little promo, real quick. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what this is all. The yeah. whole thing is, I guess, we're all just yeah. promoting stuff, right? Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guilty. So, yeah. You also, uh, Derek, you just released a new song through Color of Islands. Yeah. The way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One of those. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the new song, and then before that, you just released another one. Like I want to say last month or the month before. You guys yeah. have been just songs month to month for Color of Islands. It's just yeah, really dope. To- we have like. Uh, like me and Travis have been making music together, like kind of in that, like in that style, but in maybe different variations of it for the last like five or six years, you know? Yeah. And so there's like probably, you know, like a hundred demos or songs or things like in there. And like, maybe most of them won't get used, but there's, there's a lot of stuff that's like virtually finished that does doesn't need much work to get finished so i've been we were hoping 
before to be able to be kind of just like releasing stuff constantly, you know, but both of us are so busy with work and stuff uh, that it, it's just difficult to, to do more than like one thing a month <laughs> sometimes, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so it is what I've, it is but there's definitely lots of material there and stuff and lots more stuff that i'm hoping to release and you know a lot of it may come out uh on the halloween mixtapes and stuff still like that's kind of where i like to dump a lot of that uh yeah the like uh demos that i'll just be like i gotta quit fucking with this and move on you know so <laughs> you also you include like little teasers to stuff. Cause if you listen to one of the color, yeah. I think first Halloween mixtapes you guys do this, the mixtape opens with a sound that the same, if I die first EP opens up with on no serenity. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of weird little hidden stuff too. I like, I always like going back and, um, and trying to rebuild like demos that didn't work you know yeah. and turn them into something else and see if they work like that and uh mm -hmm. yeah if if you guys have never listened to the cholera violins mixtapes there's a couple of them on um spotify this, if you yeah youtube i think is probably the best place to uh to find them but that's not always the most convenient <laughs> Band, Bandcamp yeah. has a couple of them up there i think yeah. you guys have like a and camps like splintered about but suck mark yeah, you guys yeah. leo shirt still bro i need a fat leo oh fuck <laughs> yeah i gotta see there may be one one somewhere i don't know i'll have to see those things i think we only made like 50 or 100 or something yeah. you know the crispy cream one dude i was looking through yeah. my like <laughs> i think your old twitter account that was around like 2015 16 yeah. i all the old suck mart stuff and i was just like oh this is oh, why yeah. i had 2015 like the only reason <laughs> there, i had nothing to look at on twitter i was just like i'm just paying attention to what travis and derek are doing yeah. right now you know travis has a bunch more of the suck mart stuff that he's made too that he hasn't I'm put sure. out um like we've made so much stuff uh over the last like couple of years uh I, I I'm hoping that eventually it'll all get out there. You know, it's just yep, time. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you'll I ever? Do you think you'll ever do like a like a full album ever, or just like just throw things out every now and then? Yeah, I think it just you know like it's just it. I guess the older I get, the busier I get. You know, with the rest of. Uh, work <laughs> and the rest of my life and shit <laughs> and it gets uh it just gets harder and harder to get like the time that you need to dedicate to do something like like that and do it the right way you know like you. to me it's not worth um trying to rush through and get something just for the sake of getting something like if you want if you're gonna take the time then you should have the right material and the right amount of uh, pre preparation uh, to record it. And you could be talking like a year or two or whatever of just dedicating yourself to that uh, to get to the end result that you want. And it's like, you know, it's expensive to fucking live here. 
<laughs> and, uh, and nobody and nobody pays for music you know uh and that's not like a, a slam on the uh on on fans or anything it's just like the culture that we're in the the way that people yeah. access music is not equitable to artists really yeah uh and so you know dude's gotta work to pay the rent <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, i feel that so it's a music it's a, it's a, a balancing act, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it. Preach it. That's the choir. We're the gospel. You got the gospel, brother. We're listening. Bro, that's so relatable. So many people don't realize, like, how much music costs. Yeah, and, for sure. Like, even as a local artist, yeah. you know, thinking, oh, we got to buy in-ear monitors. Like, yeah. you're like, cool. Well, I have to work a day job just in case anybody needed to know still because like Spotify is not paying us crap. Like, yeah, for sure. No matter how many <laughs> streams you get, you're, it, it takes a minute. So and then you get splits as well for guys like you, Derek. So it's yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't it's, make uh, it easy. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's tough. You know, band, uh, being in a band as opposed to being like a solo artist is uh, a much uh I guess more a labor of love, right? Because uh, yeah. you're you're getting a a fifth or a fourth or a seventh or whatever the fuck, however many people are in the group, and it's that in this industry, it doesn't leave a lot. <laughs> if we if we could all make Kanye money, I think we'd all be yeah. way more happier. Yeah, not I mean, Kanye. Anyone habits. could say that. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's why Disco died because they had to split their money like 10 ways because they had foreign yeah. players and things like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, have, have a question. With Kanye, do you, do you do your own uh, recordings? Yeah. 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 Uh, Travis is like uh, a real um, like gear, gear buff, you know, and he's mm-hmm. uh, been really into recording for as long as I've known him. And uh oh we're neighbors so uh you know uh, we used to be able to get together a lot more but he's really busy with the venue and i'm really busy with my work and stuff and so uh we don't see each other as frequently but we still will work on stuff at his place work on stuff at my place maybe uh go and record stuff at the venue or you know go to a room somewhere and uh like uh, go into a little studio and track whatever we need to track and stuff. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because sometimes for some people it's like it could be that could also be like another expense, you know, just recording itself. And yeah, then... yeah, yeah, for sure. It, we're fortunate, I guess, that like um, you know we uh, have the the know how uh, to to do it ourselves and and the ability too and we have uh we're fortunate to have friends that have some studios or some nice rehearsal spaces that allow us to use them you know and don't charge us really or you know uh, which is like a really um huge thing especially out here you know moral of the story guys make connections right yeah (laughs) like network you know yeah yeah (laughs) Dude, that, I mean, that's that's the realest like thing out of that whole entire thing is like, yo, like most local bands don't do that. And I'm like, bro, you need to talk to almost everybody in that venue 
because you have yeah. no idea who's there. Yeah, you're gonna find sure. someone that knows someone, and you're gonna be like, "Sick, plug." Yeah, yeah. yeah. The connections, man. You always gotta be networking and just like careful how you talk to people because you don't know who you could be talking wrong to somebody that could be someone very important. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. you know people talk. You don't want people talk. Yeah, that's but alas, um, I think that's why it's very important. Like with the way Derek's speaking right now, like I've always gone out of my way to support the color of violence and color of violence because I feel like that's more of a thing that's more directly associated with y'all, like in this current climate. Because I mean, Euthanize was on Epitaph Records, you know, and I'm I, I believe from our last interview, you kind of like let us know that like you kind of own your music. So like, like you know, the music you're releasing now through that project, like a lot of that. Like, you know, if people were to buy it on Bandcamp or stream it, like that money goes directly into your distro yeah. kit, not a record label's distro kit. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, you know? For sure. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm a good. little stoned. <laughs> I, I'm trying to catch up, bro. I'm holding my phone right now. Let me catch up. I'm stoned. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not beating my uh, But yeah, all, all of, uh, yeah, all, yeah, all, we're not uh on a label we're self-releasing uh all of the music and stuff so yeah uh, people that are listening are directly um patronizing us so thank you so uh in regards to that since you're like kind of independent um how do you get like is it just previous fans that just kind of follow you is that how you get your new promotions or how do you go about that you know yeah like i we haven't really even done any real promo for any of this stuff uh we've just been kind of more focusing on i think tightening up our our uh our method you know and mm -hmm. kind of getting everything just fine-tuned right now and um yeah. i think as we uh as we build more of a kind of story to that band then um the rest will come with it you know yeah. it just uh it, right now we're just kind of building up uh, a, a library building up a kind of uh, a, a narrative or whatever you know and so uh, th there's not much to promote yet i guess is my my point uh it, it's think, weird like spamming yeah. people to a, a spotify page with one fucking song on it you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> I, enjoy, uh, I love it, doing that bro that's my favorite yeah. thing to do <laughs> uh, i also kind of i also have always been kind of a believer that if you just are if you're doing something cool then people will find it and people will talk about it you know like uh and so i just want to kind of do some cool shit and if people like it or people you know enjoy it then that's amazing and you know uh there's more to come you know yeah. uh, i'm not really in the like trying to be in a huge band <laughs> or anything oh, yeah. trying to like take yeah. over or chart or or something yeah. i just you like, already did that with first love <laughs> you know, it, i to mean yeah like it definitely that was like uh just going for what you know take it as far as it'll go you know um mm -hmm. and it was an amazing experience um and but yeah it's just like i you know i'm not trying to totally abandon my life and live yeah. in mother fantasy <laughs> so it's just like you 
he has You're an making music you want to make, I guess. Or? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Just making stuff that uh, that I enjoy making that's interesting to me. You know, um, I feel like you probably have already, like, because you know, on the local band Smoke Out, you said that you know there is music in the works for your other projects, maybe your more popular ones and stuff like that. And I feel yeah. like this, you have a little more artistic freedom without all that pressure of people being like, this has to be the next, like from first to last song or the next If I Die first song when it's just like, this is this is art. This is what I'd like to make. I want to make it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not like, you know, it's not like from first to last is like some joyless corporate job or something. It's like, yeah. it's just a different uh, kind of energy you know yeah. and it, it 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 certainly is like uh more democratic i guess i think i like the uh the cholera stuff and the color of violence stuff is fun because it's just me and travis it's not there's not expectations so many like... different opinions or so many different styles coming to the table and me and him work pretty well together i think uh and we're how our creative energies kind of interplay you know so um it's just they're they're both super fun uh experiences they're just both very different in their own right yeah yeah well i I feel i feel like that whole statement in itself is like so tangible because if you look at like bands like darko it's just josh miller and tom barber doing their thing and it's like they kind of know what they want they're on the same page with it and they just they make music and they just keep pumping it out the way they want to yeah you know whether they play a show or not or whatever the case may be like they're enjoying what they're doing outside of their other projects so that's always cool yeah like sometimes like um it's nice to just like make art for the sake of the art and not really like uh pay attention to the commerce you know yeah yeah uh, um but again too that's like i'm coming from a place of having had the luxury or the privilege of getting to go out and play big shows and do all these other things too you know like uh it's just i'm just older now and so i like (laughs) what (laughs) i enjoy privacy and shit like that you know (laughs) yeah yeah dude yeah yeah because I, I feel like that that does happen with like a few musicians because i've also met um i don't know if you know joel piper from uh confide um oh. same thing same like him and the guy trevor like same thing like they're they went from that genre to being which was like you know i guess it wasn't post-hardcore but kind of but they went from that yeah, genre okay. to just kind of doing like pop punk now and they're just kind of doing like more ambient stuff so yeah i, for I do sure. kind of see that as a common like thing where they just kind of step it down and kind of do their own thing yeah, and you know, like I when I met all the guys, like I came from a very different like uh like musical pedigree, you know. I've always kind of been um an odd man out in the group in terms of like what I uh the scenes I grew up in and stuff versus uh the scenes that they grew up in and things. But um it was that kind of um that difference that made all of our work together what it was, you know? So, uh, yeah, I forget why I brought that up, 
Oh, because it just kind of basically <laughs> that every background kind of brother. just brings it in together. Yeah. That's and I mean, I guess I said it last time, but like, there's like nothing that sounds like from first to last. I think it's probably because of all the differences. Like, I mean, just between this, the rhythm section between you and and Matt and uh, Travis, y'all. I don't think there's there's like nothing that really sounds just like that. So I think it worked yeah, out. You know, I think it definitely was like a lot of everybody fighting for their ideas. Everybody thought they had the right vision, and everybody was very headstrong and wanting to do it their way. And so everybody, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and so fucking everybody kind of, uh, but it resulted in like yeah, like. Uh, however you would describe our the sound of that band you know uh it was like me trying like wishing i was in a fucking metal band and like try, <laughs> trying to make metal beats over pop punk shit or whatever and fucking you know all of that playing stuff, hard man. as fuck man yeah yeah just being a caveman you know yeah <laughs> and it was fire though it was like the journey starts yeah, Derek, you have no idea. Like, if you were to listen to our show front to back, you, like Dear Diary, and just from first to last, gets name dropped like every single other episode. Oh, dude, I mean, it's that's how I much mean, we. I love. think I told you, like, oh, y'all you. were indirectly my introduction to like post hardcore because y'all were on the Madden soundtrack for 09. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have to say the same thing. Same thing here. Wait, yeah, wait, wasn't there that Vans Warp Tour? a CD that had like a few music videos on it and then it also had like just the songs on it. They had oh yeah they uh, had that. Ride the Wings of Pestilence. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And it was like that was my introduction. Like everybody was like, oh hey, like check this out. And I checked it out and I was like, yo, that drummer has a fucking like hand yeah. like print on his face. And I remember yeah. that like clear as day. So now it's like I'm meeting you and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> like that's <laughs> cool. It's so funny. Yeah. You know, like what? So the story about that is like, I like when I was in high school, I played in a black metal band and, uh, and um, the guys that I played in it with, like when we played shows, we would play in corpse paint and like all that stuff. And I remember, uh, I remember one of the guys in the band had been talking about how he wanted to do some corpse paint that looked like, like the orc makeup and shit from Lord of oh. the Rings with like <laughs> the bloody handprints on the face or whatever. And so when we were doing that video, I was like, fuck, I'll just do that for the video. And, uh, and you know, uh, ripped off his idea because our band had been dead for like five years. <laughs> I mean, so I dude, figured okay, nobody was it using it. It works, but, um, man. I, I mean, that's funny. how I remember you. So I'm like, oh, oh shit. Like, that's cool. It's it's funny though. I don't think corpse paint works with that haircut, you know. <laughs> no, it, it really didn't, but it just it's okay. looks really goofy, which is kind of like a lot of stuff I feel with that band. I look back and I'm like, wow, like I was a fucking <laughs> dork. You know? But it, you know what? That whole era was like that though, like big hair crazy weird yeah, it was like sure. it was like another resurgence of the 80s but like emo yeah <laughs> like yeah, if the hair was wasn't big the glam yeah for sure that's crazy 
Yeah. Can I, uh, um, can, can I, can I grab a, a I think, drink real I, quick? I think that's kind of why it like coincided though. Cause a lot of our pack, we kind of resonated. Gotta do. You, uh, just give me like 30 but seconds. I'm sorry. To finish my. Right. Yeah. Take your time. Okay. We got Alan and uh, Greg, Greg, start dancing. Yeah. We got to do a, we got to do a TikTok Greg. dance real quick. Right. Al- I don't know how to dance. Yeah, we gotta do the TikTok dance. What's the TikTok? It's in our American Standards video. They got the TikTok dance. And there's a TikTok dance but, in our American Standards video. Oh God! Can yeah, we talk please. about that? We know. Uh, so. Nah, I there's really hope to God that's that. not the direction this is going because I'm out. <laughs> I we have a TikTok and I absolutely despise the fact that we have them and our bassist. Yeah always catches me doing the dumbest <laughs> shit and he puts it on tiktok like i had i had like these I was ox, on the ox cords and i'm like i'm like putting them on my tongue and i'm like just like rubbing them in my ears like q-tips and you know the feeling of q-tips you know you're just like oh this feels great <laughs> and i'm just making those faces and they put it on tiktok and i was like fuck me <laughs> i'm like of course of course i'm what? doing something stupid What's up with the fucking uh, the TikTok videos of the dudes that are just ripping other people's pants? Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> Where they about? They go from behind and like yeah. grab. Them. <laughs> I only saw what it on Twitter. I don't, have, I don't use TikTok, but like, yeah, that's actually hilarious. Oh, TikTok that, is a weird piece. Like, I've it used really it. is. It, it's so strange. Like, I don't I know can, what to do with I it. I can spam on every social media and get some kind of result, but TikTok is just like. Anti spam. I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. I can't. Did y'all see? Did y'all see that one where like the dude busts through the door and he like throws the bag of money at his sister and he's like, "I paid off your student loans with my uh, with my dick because he's on OnlyFans or whatever." Yeah. And then the mom screams, "You should have used the money to buy a house or whatever." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, like can't stop watching that one's like. That's the world we live in now, gentlemen. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's where that's where we're at now. Yeah. Oh, Why are we God. in the music business? We should be in the in the you know adult film industry business, right? I know to create <laughs> ourselves in a different way. A time yeah. to start making uh, adult film music. There you go. <laughs> Pornhub. M- Pornhub. M- MTV, score, get on on that late night special, dude. You you guys had it once. The music videos bring it back. Yeah, <laughs> it's already special. ahead of us with that '80s porno music. Yeah, that cheap keyboard disco. <laughs> I mean, LA's got the midnight. I mean, we're 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 getting pretty close to that '80s vibe. We can just yeah. we can just pull the trigger there. LA has a shit ton of good synthwave, and if you guys have never listened to synthwave, synthwave is like the dopest shit EDM's got going on. And I wish it was a little more popular. I think Carpenter Brett or like Dance with the Dead, like that's like the most popular they got like right now. I think Kavinsky may be more popular. Yeah, yeah check out like huge. A lot of yeah. cool, uh, synth music. Yeah, out right now. Derek, a lot of cool dance music and stuff out right now. The best caller of our Fever, the greatest dance hit of all time. <laughs> tell us, tell us more about your what? top song on Spotify. I know that one's a big uh, hit. Uh, I mean, there's not, you know, to be quite honest, I didn't have a whole lot to do with that one. So maybe that's the secret of its success. 
it's, but I remember uh, I remember us going back and forth on that demo, uh, and uh, he really like uh, I mean he nailed the vocal, he you know the instrumentals. Travis, yeah, yeah, is super dope. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know, like I said, it's more his baby than that song is more his uh, baby than mine, you know? Yeah, Just but like I mean, the, it's a collaborative effort either way. Yeah, yeah, 100, 100%. Um, and I love that song, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that people that people are digging it, you know? And I there's, think it... de- there's definitely more like upbeat stuff there we just have a lot of everything (laughs) so we're trying to kind of just put little tastes out of i guess all the you know i think it was also the the tiktok video or just like the instagram video of the club that dude is vibing bro you know the thing is too i've kind of always felt like all of this music uh like all that cholera stuff and even some of the like slower color of violence stuff like the doomier stuff uh all really needs like uh, a visual companion to like Mm -hmm. really uh, do it justice you know what i mean and so uh i I have some friends that i've talked to about doing some videos with uh, and stuff in the future for maybe some new tunes uh and i definitely think that um that's a a a, a key thing you know and uh getting and people to hear it the right way or experience it the right way it's not really sure and like if anybody like is worried about getting copyrighted strike like i asked Derek this question the last time he was on and he's like nobody cares like yeah, just make sure. a video like if you're an aspiring videographer or someone that wants to make a music video like those apps make it so easy and if you want to just like shoot Derek a video like he, he he's gonna be happy to see it he's not gonna copyright strike you huh Derek yeah help yourself I mean as long as you know you're not like putting it in fucking you know clan rally videos or some other fucking <laughs> horse shit like that yeah uh, yeah like you know at that point I have a lot more questions if it ends up <laughs> in those kind of videos <laughs> like, for sure I'm like I'm like okay so I don't think yeah. I want you as a fan. Yeah, let's <laughs> I think I need to smoke to... a lot want more you weed and then think about what's going on right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I guess let's just, uh, you know, if, as long as it's for something art, more artistic than something. <laughs> I want you to put it in porn is what he's saying. Right, yeah. <laughs> I want those porn royalties. Actually, that's interesting. I wonder if you know how everyone's asking everyone's like can i put your song in a tiktok like do people ever ask like can i put your song in an only fans <laughs> maybe we'll be that band hey, derek, <laughs> maybe that's derek, our niche. free promotion you derek you should upload a video of you just playing the drums to like certain porn scenes and just kind of like establishing like the rhythm of the, oh, the like porn a- scene. <laughs> <laughs> porn hub drumming <laughs> Yeah. Well, if I do that, I'll give you a, I'll gi- I'll give you an executive producer credit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's gold. That is an empire, bro. Uh, Greg Molina, we went to Cinepex Studio. I mean, I'm sure between me and Greg, like we could figure something out to get you that porn hub royalty. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, I, I can I can get real creative real quick. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, the, the thought though of, of uh, being trapped in a studio just making that music all day long would probably drive me insane. Lifia does it all the time, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it can't be any. Yeah, when you're in Weed, California, and you had to prepare for heroin and like split your hands open for the yeah. like. <laughs> I think yeah, it would be like the close. To that, yeah, it'd be less painful than that. Probably, it'd be like, why but... are you playing so hard? This is porn music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what kind of yikes? Things are, that things are moving quickly, guys. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> second <laughs> notes. <laughs> things are escalating. The hardest, the hardest build up needs to be fat. <laughs> so, on cleaner topics. <laughs> yeah, off the porn. Oh man. I mean, porno grind. I mean, God gave me these these nuts. Does have porno grind elements with that breakdown in there? <laughs> yeah, mean, is that a is that a is that a legit genre now? <laughs> porno grind. Porno grind. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's, that's music with porn samples in it. Uh, cool. <laughs> Man, all right. I, guess I think so. you guys are innovators at that. I think you're one of the like, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm sure porn started in music. Yeah, just but... paving the way left and right, man. <laughs> White gold roads, man. Oh, I feel like there's just gonna be like no like a Reddit sub forum about this. Like dude, just gonna be like, yo, man, like have you heard about this genre? Four <laughs> like, guys four on one. It's this shit. Four guys on one. We're actually pivoting as a podcast more into that type of music from now on. I don't know if you knew that, Ryan, but yeah, I mean, Alan, Ryan's going to start working more in the porn scene. Oh, is he? Music wise. And, oh, damn. You know, body wise. Yeah, saxophone too, but... guy just playing like saxophone. Hey. All, like, majestic. I used to play saxophone. You, you know, the funny thing is every time. No, you I'm... look like you used to play saxophone. <laughs> I did. I did. I look like Kenny G, bro, for a reason. Every, every time I'm in the studio with Nick Miller and we finish up a song, he's like, yeah, that slaps ass. So I think that we're falling under that genre now. Like, if, if it's slapping ass, then you're doing something ass right, I guess. Was he specific on what kind music. of ass it was? Was it a woman's ass? You know, you should have asked more questions. Nah, man. 2022, we don't yeah. ask questions. Exactly. 2022. All ass is ass. <laughs> All asses matter. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> hey, Greg. Yeah, Greg. I have a question. Okay. Do you know the 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 how the breakdown to ride the wings of pestilence goes? Oh my God, no. Do you not by you heart? You don't know ride the oh. wings of you know? Yes. Yeah, I, ride I, the I, wings. I remember yeah. it. Barely. Ride the wings. I mean, there you go. I'm saying, yeah. Derek. I'm a vocalist. Greg's a vocalist. It, oh, do you mind boy. if we give you an acapella version of Ride the Wings? No, oh, I'm please, not. Oh, wait. Oh, man. No, I, I never got to do my, my country version Adam, of it. Adam, Adam, good. Adam, no, Adam, thank you, sir. Out of all self-respect, <laughs> I think I'm Gucci I'll on that. I'll you in my walls. <laughs> give the country version, finally. <laughs> Dude. Sorry. <laughs> what pop? What is it? Fucking... Punk goes country. Yeah. Yeah. Then they need to have the cowboy. Country goes punk. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the opposite. Country goes punk. Yeah. Fuck. That's a weird one. Hey, Derek, can I ask you a question? (laughs) So, from first to last related, whatever happened to John? I I don't think I ever knew whatever happened to that guy. The, like, we ended up in a lawsuit with him. 
and oh, just damn. nobody's really been uh, friendly since. Oh. And that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> so before I let you go, do you mind if I ask you a few fan questions real quick? Because we did have fans yeah. submit questions. <laughs> yeah, and that sure. last question was a bit of a downer too. So no, I know. damn, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. People ask a lot. It's just like when it comes to um, lawyers and dealing with all that shit, it's just better to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Not totally. At yeah. yourself NDA. or anybody else. Flee the fifth. Bullshit. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, it's in the past and it's whatever, you know. I respect that. Um, yeah. Me too. M- moving on to fan questions. <laughs> all right. <Anyway>. Uh- <laughs> So uh, I guess I have a question. I guess I'll ask mine because I'm a big fan and I was listening. <laughs> he is a fan that's asking all the questions. I'm also trying to look for my questions. I have them in on a post on my Facebook. So they are all your questions. All right. But uh, my question would be uh, beheaded marathon man. Is that a reference to marathon man? Like the 80s movie? Like the running man? Yeah. The source name. Right? You know, I like I vaguely remember something matt saying something about that or you making some kind of metaphor around that or like running in place or something yeah um given the subject matter of the song yeah 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 um it's a but it's a little foggy (laughs) yeah um was, marijuana affects the memory <laughs> right yeah yeah and i i think i was drinking a lot back then so uh, it was probably not sober for a lot of that album <laughs> unfortunately hey, it still came out like fire as fuck and i'm very proud of you that you've overcome that dude well thanks yeah yeah geez it's been a while yeah, it, yeah like i understand so. like uh i believe uh bg on the local band smoke out he had asked you like why you weren't on dead trees and like you guys got cut out so he like bugged me to ask me like oh why what's the reason and i was just like well you know derek had overcome some demons and he had no, to go through it you yeah. know you don't me you yeah. had to figure out stuff yeah you know? you know yeah i mean the long story short yeah i just kind of at that at that time wasn't really interested in making music i was just dealing with some other stuff and just didn't didn't have it in me you know yeah yeah i and i'm super you know like i was more surprised than any anybody probably when like this kind of like resurgence of the scene and all of that stuff started happening and people were expressing interests in in from first to last again and all that stuff was like you know i didn't expect that um and so it was amazing to get the opportunity to to play with everybody again after all that time you know and uh it's been cool it's been super fun just being reconnected to everybody you know yeah definitely so um my first question is uh he actually gave me a couple but uh, he's the homie from uh, He Films the Clouds. This is Xavier Hernandez. He wanted to ask you one of a, I think it's like a three-part question, just three questions. Anyway, given the amount of distinct subversion you are able to demonstrate in your overall drum style, for example, being able to pull off a five-second drum roll in the second verse of Elvis said ambition is a dream with a V8 engine. However contemplated why your level of versatility 
or yeah, versatility has floated under the radar of alternate music scene compared to your contemporaries who don't necessarily take that sort of risk that you take? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, I never really like think about it too much or anything like to me, like music is like a, like a puzzle, you know? And it's like really fun for me um, to like be trying to solve that puzzle. And so I never like really like doing the same thing. Uh, I like to try to do something new every time or try to hear things like a different way uh, every time because I get really bored of the same shit, you know? Um, and so uh, I guess I'd imagine that's like, a, it's not f for everybody. And it's uh, also, <laughs> I think it's kind of uh, more recent maybe that like it, it, more extreme side of music drumming has like really entered any kind of serious mainstream uh, like popularity. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, I, a dis I like a discussion of like the best post hardcore drummers not appreciated by modern society. No, I mean, I, yeah, who cares? You know, I, the, I like, I, I'm, I'm really like happy that, uh, yeah. that, that people like, uh, enjoy what I've done. Uh, and I'm stoked that, that there's uh, other people that, I guess like hear things oh, a similar way that I do or that uh, enjoyed just hearing my, uh, you know, hearing how I express myself. And, uh, yeah. and I love that. Um, but it does like, I guess I, I don't really expect anything else. Like I don't feel like I'm underrated or, or anything, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think you, uh, of the, people i talk to who are fans of you i feel like you're always like at the top of the list of like they needs to be properly rated drummers because you're <laughs> one of the sickest out well, I, that's really kind of you to say i appreciate it of course xavier's second well-worded uh, verbose uh question uh is you have a very unique writing style that can be can could be referred to as controlled chaos when you're extremely busy in the mix but you're still able to avoid drawing attention to yourself is this a trait that you unconsciously unconsciously developed over the years or has this been something you actively try to challenge yourself with when you go to the drawing board uh yeah, I think it, it's probably like a mixture of a bunch of things. Like, A, I, I am like a self-taught, you know, and be, because of that, I kind of don't really play like very efficiently. Uh, I have to like, and because I play like more like a caveman and not as finessey like a jazz drummer or somebody like that, uh, I would have to find ways to like cheat doing things because I wasn't, I didn't have the patience to sit and learn how to play double bass a different way so that I could go fucking crazy fast like the death metal drummers do, you know? I had to just figure out what my limitation was for stomping as hard as I could. And then that would be, and then figure out ways to cheat that sounding more like, you know what I mean? Uh, or yeah. ways that I felt like were cheating it because I wasn't doing it the way that people I respected uh, did it you know um 
And so oh, I think yeah. it's like a mixture of that stuff. And then, yeah, like just having a very, uh, you know, being very ADD, short attention span, like always wanting something new, getting bored of doing the same thing. Uh, and so always wanting to be like, okay, well, what could I do here that would be cool? And I'll sit and obsess on it and think about things and just fuck around with stuff until, uh, you know, until I get to something that I like or something yeah. that surprises me or something. And then that's usually yeah. what I want to do, you know? Like people undervalue the element of, su of surprise in music, you know. Like uh, sometimes when you're expecting it to go one way and it goes another, and you kind of really feel it, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could be a jazz drummer, and you'd probably just be making poor music today. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I'd probably be making more. No offense to jazz drummers, is a joke. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, jazz drummers are amazing drummers too. Jazz drummers are jazz drummers are like the best drummers, the best. honestly. Like yeah. they really are. Like Whip was Buddy Rich like probably the best drummer, right? Or is what people yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, it's hard to judge anybody that was like dead before you were born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, different eras. That's Jesus. true. I mean, I guess I don't know. Like Neil Peart. Like yeah, I mean, there's some there's so many incredible drummers. Oh yeah. I mean, like, so, you look at Clay from Polyphia, like, that guy, I, he has a really, like, crazy way of finessing his drum set. Like, I don't get what he does, but he blends yeah. that trap-style jazz craziness that they do, and yeah. he just blends it so well that you're, and you're like, damn, that's tight. Like, it's technical. Yeah, it's it's crazy seeing uh seeing young drummers now and how good they are you know what i mean like there there's there's uh like 13 year olds that make me look like a fucking novice you know what i mean yeah um and there's a I lot mean, of them you know but it's amazing to see yeah i mean not to be like uh you know like an ass kiss or anything but i think like Derek bloom would be my favorite drummer because i don't have any drums just isolated drum samples of any other drummer mm -hmm. like i have like i think it i pulled it off when you were recording for throne of the wolves it's called like dirt drums mm -hmm. i literally use that and like fuck around with that on free loops just because like <laughs> you drum insane it makes me pay attention like what's he doing like that's I awesome. figure this out <laughs> well i appreciate that yeah. i mean i think yeah, that's I mean, like the same thing i'm doing trying to write with that is like what the f you know what i mean how can i i don't know <laughs> and what, I mean, what I would guess, surprise me <laughs> yeah i guess like or i guess like it seems like a lot of drummers that they try to like blend in with the band so they're not like trying to be out there i guess but you're kind of just like fuck it i, I want to be heard i want to like yeah i want to be I'm, like and, I, you know, like, it's also, too, like, everything I want to be in service of the song, it's just, it's, I want to do it the way that I want to do the it. song. Yeah, And yeah. that's, like, what I got into, a lot of strong personalities in the band that yeah. that are very adamant about doing it their way, you know? Yeah. Uh, because Matt and Travis had a very strong vision that they weren't going to get sidetracked from and all of yeah. that. And, and Sunny too, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think like one thing, like, like what you were talking about with like, when you were talking about how you did your drums and shit, 
I feel like every member of From First to Last, because the way you speak on, like, you know, how the creative process worked, yeah. I feel like every single one of you was, like, the lead, like, drummer, lead guitarist, lead bassist, yeah, lead, yeah. lead singer. And, like, that kind of speaks volumes, because it seems like everybody was working well within the limitations of everybody's, like, artistic, like, vision. And it's like, well, I'm going to find the toe the fine line of the limitations of that, because I want to get heard, too. Yeah, you know, and and to everybody's credit, like um if you had a good idea, it would go. Like yeah. You know, Matt Matt wasn't a, a total dictator about shit. He was definitely the the head writer, you know, uh, uh mm-hmm. and stuff, but he was very um he was very uh open to to your ideas uh and you know uh, revisions and things like that which is a great thing to have in like a writing partner you know yeah so before i ask uh, xavier's third uh college educated writing class question uh kyrie and dolan's wanted to ask what's your favorite color i'm colorblind <laughs> she knows that i don't see any colors that's me Uh, asking that question color violence yeah 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 what is the color of violence the gray scale (laughs) it's the color of violins i i I totally asked i don't know the exact pantone number (laughs) man go to home depot and buy it yeah. <laughs> okay so xavier's uh next question i think i have maybe one or two more left uh uh-huh. is there any artists or, or genre outside of the realm of rock that people are surprised to find that you take influence from and did any of these artist genres that laid a fingerprint on any specific album that you've worked on yeah i mean you know like like i said like um when i met all the guys and everything uh, i was coming from a very different musical background and uh i always i mean if you even just look at our music videos from back then um i think in the note to self video i've got like a cock tutu shirt on and then other uh videos i've got like uh this mortal coil patch on my jacket and stuff like that like i was always into pretty like more mellow ethereal stuff you know or um and not like just that but just always was kind of into a bunch of other uh more artsy fartsy like <laughs> mellow sure. stuff you know um so i don't know if anybody would really be surprised uh, at much anymore because i pretty much just listen to the same kind of stuff just maybe whatever new bands i find you know um uh, it's maybe some Russian dance music once in a while. Gotta have some of the uns uns music. Yeah, it's so good. Exactly. It, it keeps my like heart beating sometimes, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, Eric uh, Snedgar, Snedgar? Mm-hmm. the admin of the, the, the last cult, which if I Die First Track is the most fun to play. And does he and Travis plan to drop Toothanize? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, probably like, 
man i don't know you know it's funny like uh what song is surprisingly really fun to play live is secrets mm-hmm. um but uh probably like the two most fun are um are uh walking a razor's edge or uh yeah. nightmares yeah was um, um the razor's edge was that was that the first one you were on like in the music video and on the track I think the first one that came out was the nightmares. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then razor's edge because uh, nightmares is from the split and, yeah. uh, and the other ones from the EP after. Yeah. And you were but, in the uh, music video for the split EP. I was in the, video. I was in the video for, uh, for secrets too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, know- I didn't, but I didn't play on that EP. Yeah. Uh, um, and you appear in the Little Lotus music video, but do you, do you yeah, play drums? Did, no, 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 I didn't. He just, uh, he needed somebody for the video. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. I'll come do it. It was fun. Still cool credit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just something fun, you know, I don't know. It was, yeah. it's uh, like, I, I had a good time. They're doing real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Help, help a buddy out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so um, I got like a couple more questions, just like, yeah, yeah. This one's gonna be a, a good one for you because it deals oh, with oh. an old friend of yours. Um, I had uh, Luis of Discord Theory. Yeah, Luis uh, Geiler. He's gonna be working with Lee Lee Dias, I oh, believe nice. that's right. And he just wanted some advice, like you know what to expect when working with Lee, and like you know, like how to make the process, you know, the best it can be. You know, any ad- words of advice for uh, Luis of Discord Theory? Well, you know, Lee's a, a really incredible, really sweet, uh, great guy. So, uh, and he he loves what he does, which is like a great thing. <laughs> you know, that's what you what you want. Um, yeah. Um, I the best advice I would give is is you know it's expensive to go into the studios, so make sure that you're prepared. Don't don't go in uh, trying to experiment if you don't have the time to go in and experiment, you know? Yeah. If you're trying to go in and do an EP, do yourself the favor and get all the experimenting done before you get in there (laughs) so that you, so that you have the time to get the right takes. Cause really he'll, if, if, if your performance is there, he'll capture it, you know? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Like a, sounds like a porno. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. God, that <laughs> came full circle. Back. Full circle, yeah. God, man. <laughs> How long were you waiting to use that? Uh, I, was, I was just like, man, the way he was just describing, he's like, yeah, he's going to capture your performance, do all the experimenting beforehand. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like a porno. Like the, <laughs> Stephanie one. Apple reference, right, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> <Fiona>? <laughs> Um, so Phil Warren of CMC Guitars and Effects, uh, he just wanted to ask, like, at your level, you know, are you interested, like, do you use guitar pedals? Like, what what kind of guitar pedals? Because I know you track guitars for stuff for, like, yeah. color of violence. Color violence. Um, I think people <laughs> would probably <laughs> be surprised at how little gear I have. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like... Over the years, I moved across the country a lot. Yeah. And uh, in the process, just kind of parted ways with a lot of my gear. Yeah. 
because yeah. it's just uh, very cumbersome and I wasn't, you know, I was pretty inactive for a pretty long time. So I've yeah. got a pretty minimal setup now and most of uh, the effects and things I have are all uh, digital, you know, I, I would love to, to get into buying more gear and stuff, but uh, as it stands now, I kind of, the setup I have is, is good for the space that I'm in, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, Phil Warren of CMC Guitars and Effects. He uh, he made the Tom pedal, which is Thomas Eric of the Fall of Troy's. Uh, oh, that's pedal. sick. Yeah. He, he's dope. like, it sounds dope, dude. Like uh, It is Tom a very Eric. cool pedal, the way it was described to me. Like, yeah. multiple look, octaves. I think yeah. you can do one octave below, an octave, like, and two octaves above simultaneously, which is like, yeah, very, there's, yeah. it's crazy the shit that they can do with amps now. I forget oh, if it was, what's that head? It's like, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it, there was a head that that they were using for uh, the emo night shows that like it would uh, it would detune your guitar, uh, yeah. and it would like store alternate tunings wow. in it and shit like that. So like you could simul like you could just click a pedal you, and be in and a different just tuning. Be... Yeah, the Kemper is that's it? like yeah, cool, the Kemper, but... I think. I, I, I mean, cool, but like, I wonder if it how like electronic it sounds. I guess when it happens, but well, I yeah, it's probably it's similar to the drop cool. pedal. Then, it's, yeah, well, it's it's like it has like a just tons of effects yeah, built fair. into the head. It's like all a, right, you know, yeah, that thing is like eighteen hundred bucks or like probably like two k. Yeah, I mean, I thought, dude, I thought they were more than that. I thought they were like fucking ten k or something. Oh, wow. no, I was like, that is around two k. That's what we use in one. Well, we we don't use a camper. We use a Line Six Helix, and we have so many pedals built into one single switch, and it's yeah. ridiculous. Really, it's but it, you can plug it up to your you know your DAW and use it in your uh, in ear system, and then yeah. basically it'll switch yeah. through all those rapidly. Right, doesn't yeah. it? Does it? Does it have a? Oh shit, I can't remember what I'm mixing up. Does it have different? Uh, like he, it has different head modelers and stuff inside of it. Yeah, as well, right. Like it's got you, a whole like software suite kind of inside of it of like amp modelers and yep. different. Yeah. You you literally just click it down. Let's say like you have like some like Hello Overdrive pedal like, and you're like, all right, cool. Well, I want to add a you know a whammy pedal in here at some point with this head with this and this it's almost like having like pro tools yeah. on a pedal yeah. and you're just like you yeah. click it and just do things and it just happens like yeah that's awesome it's it wild like, technology's wild yeah. it sounds like the game shark or the game genie of like fucking uh, guitar reps yeah pretty much <laughs> god dang man you technology techno nuts making musician being easy but expensive at the same time Oh, I mean, um, like, I remember when I was in high school, me and my dad, like, soldered an, an amp together, and it's, like, probably, that's, like, caveman shit, like, now. And, I mean, it was probably caveman shit back then, but it was still, like, I don't know. I mean, you know what I, mean? Like, I, 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 I miss that kind of uh, ability to to open up and repair your stuff, you know? Like, tech, I mean, technology and stuff now is so small and compact, it's, like... Oh yeah, for uh, sure. It's such a a foreign idea to be able to like to, to know do how that. to I mean, open up your phone and just repair it, which is mm -hmm. unfortunate. Yeah, I think oh, with a I little mean, time effort, everything's accomplishable if you just gun for it. Like maybe well, a YouTube video can teach me. 
<laughs> I, I should I should be more specific. I my a company my dad soldered an amp together. I, I don't. You called I, the flashlight. I think I did nearly as much as he did because I I have no idea how any of that stuff works, but he does to some to an extent. Yeah. But um, all right, I got um I believe how many more questions I gotta I gotta get going pretty soon. Yeah, I got one last question for yeah, you. Yeah, got is, it. A Don Smith of a, a Smith what? photo. A Donna Smith of a Smith photo. Mm-hmm. wants to ask as a musician what kind of advice would you give to photographers who want to take pictures of musicians i mean um you know uh if you're going to shows and taking photos reach out to the uh to the bands who you're shooting and send them some of your shots and uh if you're if they like your work they'll probably uh, hit you up when they're in town you know mm-hmm. uh people are always stoked to get good shots of, uh, of the performance or good video and stuff like that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's always, it's always great to have, uh, to have people, uh, you know, in town, you know? So I think if you, uh, are, uh, have work that you're proud of, you know, send it out to the people that you're shooting and, uh, see what they say. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah time derek it's always lovely to have you here dude and yeah thank you guys for having me uh hopefully that was somewhat coherent (laughs) yeah Yeah, that was actually a great interview man that was that was an awesome one and i'm glad you were here to help us with this big announcement we just made yeah congratulations on your new uh your new venture i guess your new partnership yeah yeah derek Uh, pleasure meeting you yeah yeah likewise thank you guys for having me and I guess I'll I'll be seeing you at a uh, so what I guess maybe I'll maybe I'll run into you in the crowd we'll see yeah come say what's up all right man all right take care everybody all right, man Bye. awesome um snap is this my interview now all right. I'm gonna go to the bathroom break real quick y'all, no, do, I, do, y'all do your thing <laughs> y'all um, let me let me check. I, I'm pretty sure I had a couple more people that were supposed to get talked to, but to by Derek. But you know, people have a certain amount of time here. Uh, but Greg, Alan, if you guys want to talk about your bands real quick while I look through this thing, so I can just kind of see who gets their ad space and whatnot. You uh, guys yeah. help me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I scream sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I play and uh, I write guitar stuff. Yeah, that's weekends fun, right? when I'm not playing in the banda. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when I'm not at the barrio. The barrio, yeah. you know. <laughs> Hustling, you know. No. Give me where some the, Where the fools at? We <laughs> fool. Back and forth with his neck. Hey, what's up? We talking about porn again? No, we yeah. said where uh, the fools I- at, not the fools at. <laughs> where the fools so um, how was that, guys? Like, I know Greg and Alan, you guys have probably done interviews before. So, like, the hanging out with Derek Bloom, like, get fun? Yeah, man. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool to put a face to the name for sure because, like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not even surprised at this point, like, some of the people I'm meeting somehow <laughs> through the, half the connections I have made through this band. At this point, I just meet people that I've been like, oh, I've been listening to your music forever. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, same here. I think it's like, uh, I remember I bought a 
from first to last year at one time. It was like one of those generic little snakes <laughs> from first to last. You know, I was I was in oh, high school and whatnot. Hot you know, topic, but... like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's he's a really cool guy. He was, I think our he was the our first ep- our first episode back. I mean, it didn't come out first, but I think he was the first guy we interviewed when we made a return. Yeah. Like either um, him or was... Nate from if I die. Yeah, uh, not if I, I I set my friends on fire. Yeah, I think this is like a good cap for season two, don't you think? Like, I think we got. I was like, thinking what? that too. Yeah. We might do a little mini series. I think. Something. For so what? In the next great. couple weeks, yeah. I'm writing yeah. up an article right now, um, and I know a bunch of bands who probably come on, a bunch of local ones in Dallas area. But yeah. I know I know Ryan hates Texas. <laughs> I don't. I hate your food. That's about it. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because I can't even name what would be California food, but because I think you just kind of just take stuff from California. every other one else's state and cultures. So <laughs> but I'm not gonna get into it. California I missed that whole conversation. California I got cut off. <laughs> What'd you say? You just all you missed was people saying if California's food is better or Texas food, and uh, I plead the Order. fifth. We all know. Oh. I've never been to Texas. <laughs> I, I, li- I lived in Round Rock and Austin. Oh, I'll do Round Rock. I mean, I, I I was living in Austin, I think, when we first started this. Actually, yeah, I was living in Austin. I was, in, I was kind of going back and forth between here, Dallas and Austin. It's okay. But, you, um, you guys can be mini California. We're in real California. Oh, Northern awesome. California, real. You guys are so behind, like LA by like three, four years, man. You guys can always play catch up. Hey, 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 hey! You're so worried about us. Who's worried about you? Everybody's worried about SoCal. I live like 15 <laughs> minutes away from Ryan. <laughs> you mean 45 minutes because it's LA? Oh no, 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 I'm not. I don't live in LA right now. I used to live. I used to live like in the Long Beach area. Um, now I'm living in like Moreno Valley, which is like yeah. 15 minutes from. You live in Fontana, right, Ryan? I live in Rialto, which is the Inland oh, Empire, about an hour south of LA. So I'm not real. I'm fighting for a place nobody fights for because Inland Empire is like one of the worst rated. Like it's just Ryan the and Jenny Six Nine. Yeah, I'm in Moreno Valley, man. I'm yeah. like, uh, let's see. Like, look up San Bernardino. It's, like, been rated the worst city, like, forever. Like, it's one of the worst, like, places to live in the entire country and, like, uh, in the world. I, you know, like, I've been there. I don't know, because I think Dallas gets rated the worst city, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, we have a lot of crime, too, man. Well, it's honest, oh, it's because Dallas gets rated worst city because it's uh, considered somewhat boring, but. A lot of crackheads. Or... I think in terms of crime. Yeah, I think in terms of crime, like Chicago and like San Bernardino are like fighting like for like first place like a lot of the time. Uh, yes, a nice battle of fist of cuffs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of jolly gentlemen trying to like cross. Ryan's arms, like know? in the Warriors. That's all it is. He like he like is going through the subways and killing <laughs> other oh, little gangs on roller skates and stuff like that. I met that guy, James Ramar. Uh, yeah, that dude's awesome. He's in the Crow too. James Ramar, like a sample. Yeah, actually, it's really funny. Ajax. Yeah. My uh, brother was talking about how, like, in the ni- late 90s, whenever Fight Club came out, people would, like, start fighting in, like, the parking lots outside the movie theater. And my dad was like, 
I didn't remember seeing it in the theaters, but I do remember when the Warriors came out and they were fighting in the parking lot after that movie. <laughs> Freaking movies. Oh man, fighting violence. I love it. Porn. Yeah. Yeah, the color of violence, right? Color of yeah. violence. If you watch, if you were to go to listen to Euthanized by Color of Violence, which is like kind of like a little art core band that like Derek and Travis released through Epitaph. Are you familiar with Derek Bloom? You ever talked to him before? I, I, maybe. I've never maybe. met him, no. To be honest. No, no. I've never met him. I've spoken to him. I've spoken, spoken at him. him. I've been, spoken at him I've been in the same on the internet. Tweeted at him. We shared, a, <laughs> we shared a speak and spell in different high schools, you know? Nice. Classic. But, oh, it um, says my internet is unstable. You don't have internet. <laughs> Alan's <laughs> the commentary. Yeah. So my McDonald's Alan, Wi-Fi. Can we, Alan? Can we talk about the angel-like expression? Like, sure. Why Ryan? But like in a good way. <laughs> why Ryan? <laughs> well, because you, you know, we, we thought we thought he sounded good, you know. Um, we used to have this other, like, a lot of the screamers that we've always had over the time, because we've been doing it like this since, like, 2013. It's just that a lot of the screamers that we've had over time, like, I think the biggest issue that we have all the time is always, like, uh, they get sick. Oh, I'm sick from my nose. Like, and then they'll, like, every week, like, oh, I'm sick from my the nose. nose like, and I'm like, damn. You know, and it's like, same, like, the consistent thing was, like, with a lot of screamers. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that happens to Ryan or anything, but that happened to a lot of the screamers that we've had. Well, um, Ryan's whole thing has always been like knowing how to take care of his voice. So he yeah. says, at least on here. <laughs> yeah, and that majestic hair too. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I think that's that, that internet screamers is like they didn't have like that right pitch. It's always like too uh, oh, like you know, just. <laughs> It's it's a little weird, you know, for our sound, I guess. Uh, yeah. I do like Definitely. I like to like make variations of songs. So what you're that? saying is less caveman, more squeaky toy. Uh, yeah, sense. I don't really I don't really mind, but I'm saying like they they just for all the right. songs like they just be more they'd be too aggressive. Like, I think. I yeah, think Ryan he, has an d- interesting screaming voice for sure. Yes, he does. He does. I have a lot of like. To this voice i try to put a lot of layers into my vocals when i'm in the studio and i do it live i try to tap into the different styles i can't obviously i can't do all like like steps of my range live but when you're in the studio have fun i've always like if you're gonna make something make it sound dope as fuck and then try your best to replicate it live and if there's more hands on deck like backing vocalists <laughs> or like you know if anyone can throw down, the crowd can yeah. throw down some gutturals. Like, we all make that sound eventually on the record. Fair. Yeah, 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 you know. I mean, he just, he just, he pairs it well, you know, and I think that's kind of something that, like, I really liked when he was, like, uh, doing some of the songs that we had. Like, well, he did the the most recent one was, man, he gave us, like, a lot of things to work with. A lot of the screamers that we've worked with, like, they'll just, I'm just going to give you this one thing, and then that's it. Like, even try to, like, try to give you a variation. Like, it's just consistent like just one one track this guy sends us like i don't even know i i just open the track <laughs> like what he sends and i'm like uh i don't i don't even know what, like what i'm supposed to be like looking at so i'm just like uh <laughs> but they're all in there you know he just he, he puts in all the work you know it's 
a lot of the other screens, yeah. I guess we, we, we haven't, uh, Ryan does go all out, honestly. <laughs> that, that's what I, we do too. We do, we do that too. Um, with the music, uh, like we'll like each time with the ring process, like I like to go back and just kind of like perfect it myself, you know? So it's like a fresh with somebody that's like the same way, like, as opposed to people that are just kind of like, Oh, I'm going to be complacent and just kind of like write this and then just give you guys that. And then don't want to change it. They're just kind of married to it. And then they're just, you know, they're just dropping it and that's it. And it's like, damn, we don't have anything to like compare to. So we're just like, man, we didn't even know that this is like the best version of this song. It's just, you know, this is what you, this is what you. Am I getting caught? Like, damn it. Yeah. You, you keep getting cut off, but it's cool. I, I, like <laughs> but it. I, I think we got the sentiment, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan kicks ass. Sometimes. I think my, my, my McDonald's Wi-Fi is acting up right now. Hey, you're actually in character <laughs> for this show, dude. Because, like, early on in this show's, like, creation, we, we didn't have shit figured out. And McDonald's Wi-Fi, I think that that, that has been on this show before. Like, Oh, yeah. We, oh, no, we, it's Burger King, Ryan. Come on. Get your, get your branding, Ryan. Oh, man, Sergio Medina <laughs> had fun with that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, he sure did. <laughs> Burger King Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, yeah that's probably so, why it's a little unstable though, because it's, it's McDonald's. <laughs> you know, I'm Walmart internet Wi-Fi or McDonald's. Hey, I mean, my whole electricity, like on my block, went out when we were interviewing Dallas Taylor not long ago. I mean, all this we're, we're, we're used to it all. Look, Ryan's frozen on the screen right now. Yeah, <laughs> my internet. I'm using cell phone internet, so if I've been choppy or shitty. Like someone ran into a pole down the street today. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the pole that affects the internet. But no, maybe my cable, my cable and my internet are fucked up. Both of them in my house right now. Because someone hit I'm a just, pole. I was like, I don't think that affects your phone, but. I they got the AT and T guy, the Time Warner, oh, right. whatever the. He's working on the transformer. I mean, they got to connect to something up there for the Wi Fi. I don't know. All I know is my internet, and my cable don't work. Uh, but great. I have like at the house, the room I run a house at the they give you like a little Wi-Fi booster thing, but it looks like a nightlight at night. And so like I'm afraid, like, uh, I don't yeah, know, someone's gonna come yeah. over and be like, Why do you have a nightlight? And I'm gonna be like I'm scared. <laughs> you just gotta, scared, you just gotta have fun with it, man. You gotta be like, dude. Well, why if don't I turn you? it off? <laughs> the matrix will turn off, and I'm not down. What if Ryan needs me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need you, Kat. But uh, Greg, we we touched on Ryan's. Ryan's gonna be like, uh, Thomas Iraq wants to interview right now, and and it's four in the morning. <laughs> That's what happened with our Thomas. I mean, Greg, you showed up at the beginning of this season. And I think we had things like I think things went so smoothly for us at the beginning of the season. So because there's a well, a part of what happened was March you gladness, on- madness that like totally threw everything off because that actually was like a lot of weird effort because like not you got to make I mean you got to make like the polls every day which is like that can vary in like how complicated that can be but it's like also you got to like respond to everyone's comments and stuff you get to get in the arguments and like there's everyone i don't know you know what i mean like there's like a lot of weird things happening plus it's at the time i think I, I needed to make a bunch of money so i could rent this place right now was the other thing fair 
Yeah. That's, I mean, that's fair. Like you gotta, so, that and so it kind of threw everything off until at basically this week when we released American standards. Now we don't have anything in the hole except for this right now. Yeah. I mean, and this is ghost, still cool. Yeah. The ghost killer announcement, we were kind of holding like a lot of cards hold close to our chest. Cause it's just kind of like, who are we going to tell? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure some people have heard murmurs of this and it's like, it's fine, but it's like when you have such a, such a big thing, you got to kind of posture and make plans and like kind of get people like way ahead of a time. Cause when you work with a different caliber of talent and you work with different heads, you got to clear stuff with more people. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the Andrew Wells episode we had for this MySpace season and just this season, like, you know, there's a lot of like I understand the Blue Swan Rise Record situation a lot more now because there are a lot of things that you want to announce and say, but you know, people got lives outside Dude. of <laughs> people got legal obligations. I uh, oh god, yeah, no, everything you're saying right now it uh, rings Goosebumps. really true right now for Goosebumps. what's going on. <laughs> Anyways, I think the big takeaway from everything is you should buy every band's merch you support right hey we, Ash, we have merch what we didn't announce we have merch yeah we got stickers we got stickers he's working on the t-shirts he's just go uh, mike wesley wait what do we decide on the t-shirts ah don't actually no, i don't want to sign this i gave him designs he said he'd make some shit you know like oh, i cool, love cool that, cool but he's oh going yeah mike's awesome stuff. Yeah, he just got out of the military. I'm not gonna rush, dude. He's he's perfect. He's already done. He really is. Yeah, he's awesome. He, he he's um, doing everything. You're great, Mike. He's, he's yeah, he's, he's he's got and he has his stream. I think he streams every Friday and he plays uh rock band, oh, sings, rock, he plays guitar. Mike Diesel on Twitter, go hit that full up. He made some Jordan Blake. Uh, was Diesel Threads? Look up Diesel Threads. Yeah. If y'all, if LLC, you know. what LLC? Yeah. We got LLC. Yeah, he is an LLC. Part of the tag. It's part of the tag. I can't. I can't not not like help people on Facebook to hit at Diesel Threads LLC. We're a we're a negative profit by the way, not a nonprofit. A negative profit. (laughs) Hell yeah! But we have (laughs) we have some Jordan Blake stickers. Um, I'm not gonna like you know discuss dude's personal life, but let's just say like he's going through some tumultuous times right now, and any and all support for these stickers go straight to him we're not turning a profit off it we don't want no money off of it we just want to help jordan the best way we can i drew the art on the sticker i graphic designed all the different variations it's just stickers blast it remind everybody jordan blake still exists like that's that's all it is for all the money goes go to him stick it in the in the in the mirror of every venue you go to if there's like you know one of those bathroom and that there's like stalls. stickers all over just go stick them all over if you got a sticker blasting that's a street team street team term that's not finger blasting. Thing. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I have to be uh... confused with finger blasting. <laughs> and we're back, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're back, back, baby. All but right. it's just team stickers, like any band sticker. If you got a moment's notice sticker or a the oh. angel like expression sticker, go blast that shit. And you, you have any idea how good it feels to see your stickers out in the wild, like as Bro. a band member, like anybody here? Bro, that's like the craziest. I don't. I mean. You guys have been around a lot longer than us. We've been a band for six months. So, like, when I show up at a venue and somebody's wearing my merch, I'm like, huh? Where did you even get that? (laughs) I'm like, excuse me, sir. Where the hell you get that? Like, I'm over here. (laughs) 
damn, like, it's wild. I, I still, to this day, do not believe half the crap that happens with my band. Like, I, I'm like, I, nope. You couldn't, I, if you told me about five years ago this was happening, I would have been like, <laughs> nope, you lying. But it's okay. I still love <laughs> well, you. What, <laughs> let's like, how did you, like, get on this, like, how did you get on the radar, might I ask, like? I feel like y'all just kind of popped out of nowhere. And like Nick Miller is just like, all right, I like this, these, ba- these people let's, let's do it. Uh, okay. So little backstory on that. Um, my wife was talking to me over my the wife. pandemic about the fact that I should get back wife. into being in a band. Like super bad. And like, or screaming or something around the lines. And I was like, yes, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, I kind of brushed it off. And then uh, Jared, the original vocalist of Suffocate, a good friend of mine, was like, hey, dude, this is dope. This cover is sick because I did a Lorna Shore into the Hellfire. And he was like, what are you doing, though? He's like, why are you not in a band? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, you should hit up Nick. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm, and he's a busy guy. And then he's like, bet. And then I get a freaking message from Nick. And Nick's like, Hey, Jared hit me up, man. What's up? How you been? And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty much how this got started. It started as a solo project. I wasn't, it wasn't supposed to leave the internet. It was supposed to be an internet band. And uh, I don't know what the hell happened, man. Our first song hit a thousand. Our second hit three. And then we put the band together and it just kind of organically worked out for whatever reason, one way or another. And then, uh, we recorded offerings and I, we were sitting on it for a while. Uh, Jordan, our drummer got COVID a few other people like in our band got COVID at the same time. So we had to push the music video back. And then uh, we got hit up by Ryan for the demo team podcast. And I was like, all right, let's do that. Like, you know, we're just trying to jump on as many podcasts and stuff. Um, I don't know. One thing kind of turned into another dude. Uh, We released our music video on BVTV and I mean, we went from 3,000 for Endless Waltz to 12,000 plus, you know, streams for one song uh, as a full band. And I I think that contributed to a lot of it, plus a lot of people like sharing it and the rest of the members and all their family and friends. Uh, and then uh, I got on stage with the Skylight Drive at Swanfest and... Uh, yeah, pretty much after that, dude. I I don't I don't really know how to explain it. We have a show in August and we're burning through tickets at this point. Yeah. Like it seems like it's just happening overnight. And another cool thing, you're playing with dwellings. Isaac's been on this show. I tried to get him on today, but you know, everyone's busy. So, you know, yeah, you're just hitting uh, everyone up, honestly. Dude, I had y'all thinking about touring it all. Busy, so I just had to get you know, yeah. Um so there's some things in the works right now um for tours i can't really talk too much on it but um you know uh we uh we're taking a pretty professional approach on everything now um it's kind of weird we're in this weird stage of our band where i feel like we're local but we're not local anymore because we are going to be flying out to the East coast for a one-off show, a possible U S tour next year. Um, 
another tour later on this year, hopefully that that goes through, like they're all in the planning process, but we've been hit up for them and um, a lot of out of state shows and stuff. And I don't know. I don't really know too many local bands that are just going and being like, Hey, peace out, you know, to their hometown. And they just dip out and play other cities and venues and other places that are outside of their local, you know, area. So I, I really don't know what's, what's in the future for us but i know there's a lot of stuff in talks yeah have you I, guys uh have you guys tried doing that show it's like a uh, netflix or youtube i don't know what it is oh the no cover thing yeah yeah oh my wife and i actually watched that um you know so okay here's the funny thing like all of us we really because we just got our entertainment lawyer working on all of our copyrights and stuff like that because of just the exponential growth that we've had we kind of had to worry about the fact that like if another band tries to come along and say like oh we're a moment's notice or something like that like we just don't want to deal with any of the legality issues of it i mean that's a big topic for a few things going on in the music industry i won't get into that but like that's been a thing for a while so it's like we just kind of like took that step. Um, I don't know, man. It's, there's there's so many elements to this. I it's really hard to like kind of like say like what's gonna happen or what is happening. Um, good problem. It's a good problem to have, though. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think we we're kind of we're kind of trying to low key stay off the the record label radar at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we want to be recognized by them, which I'm pretty sure somebody at swan fest talked to somebody at some point but um i don't know you know it's i don't i think we're trying to do a diy for a little bit unless something really good comes across the table because we're self-sufficient right now and we're making all the money ourselves like kind of like how derek was talking about like um you know he does his music and like there's nobody really splitting there's you know we're not having all of our money go in different directions so if if we can you know we we're buying our tour van and stuff like that later on uh probably during summertime early fall so it's like all of our merch is in-house all of our marketing is in-house um Mm -hmm. management producing um all social media platforms all that stuff like we all handle it outside of our crazy schedules so it's like really if a record label came across like it would have to be something that's like actually like a somewhat good deal because Mm -hmm. like like as much as they're helping us out like what are you actually doing because we kind of do it already for ourselves not like dissing on record labels like i'd love to be on one but the offer has to be right for sure oh of course so i think yeah because i i spoke to that uh to a guitarist from uh carnifex recently because one of my friends he ends with them his name is like Jake Anderson. Um, he said the same thing. So he's just making like, I guess, like the kind of music that you hear like in WWF, like the the rock kind of music. But it's like <laughs> very different from like, you know, from like that. I don't know if you effects, but that from that music to that music, so it's kind of like a really big jump. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. There's an I audience for everything. Yeah, no, no. There's totally is. I mean, I freaking got my throat blasted and was listening to the midnight and like still night like and people were just like what i'm like yeah man i was vibing out to synthwave pretty much and people were like all right and i'm like I, I that's how 
I think I believe that's how you and I like hit it off at first, like back in January. I want to say December when I started speaking to you because um, we had uh, Jordan Blake lined up for a second episode. And, you know, I see Nick online all the time, as always, because Nick's a busy guy and he always advertises. And I saw that he was advertising you guys. and I really liked your, you know, Endless Waltz. I like that reference. Gundam. You know, I'm a big Gundam guy. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I think G Gundam is the thing, best, right? G Gundam, yeah, that's my shit. The Gundam Wing is dope too, though. I'll give that one credit. Yeah, you so gotta, just, that that whole that whole song was talking about the main character dealing with PTSD, something that yeah, was he, very very close to me. And so, like, like, when I came out with that song, and people like, I was on tour with Dwellings, running a tour management and a merch for them. Some guy in LA was like, he knew who I was, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, dude, Endless Waltz, dope Gundam reference. And I was like, hell yeah, this is like only the <laughs> second time I've heard somebody say that. So I was like, the fact that you got that and like you understood like why I was talking about what I was talking about, like, yeah, that, I'm that pretty was sure cool. that's pretty sure that's me you're talking about in LA because <laughs> that's how uh, you. Asked- no, there was another guy. There was another guy oh, before you. One, at one show telling you the same. Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm... Is that was the Dwelling Standards Strawberry Girls, I want to say. Is that right? Yeah, with Mundo and... Uh, yeah. I remember. I Because remember, you told me on Facebook to hit you up. You're like, hey, I'm going to be doing merch. And I was like, yeah, I'll hit you up. And we don't, I don't believe we talked about your band like too much. Maybe like that reference and shit. But I remember hitting you up in around like January, December to get you on here. And I was just like, I've always kind of like just the way you carry yourself online and just how like, you know, just listening and seeing what you've done. Like I wanted to have somebody like because we always try to like we don't want just like from first to last. And I set my friends on fire on here. We like helping out bands that like got the chops to go somewhere and just like do something really cool. We can't get every like local band like on here, but something about you maybe your connections maybe just the way it's maybe packaged. we could though <laughs> i'm just saying all, all together because we, we had jordan blake on like a year before you would even come on so it's just like i kind of like it makes you pay attention to the people that they surround themselves with and just the way they believe in you like kind of like open my eyes and having you on here and just like seeing how you carry so because that episode that's like one of two episodes I've done solo, I believe. Like I did oh, the Resilia wow. episode and uh, Moments Notice because I believe Pash was busy trying to make that money for the apartment. But that was one of my favorite episodes this season because it was just like you and Jordan were really cool people. I got that awesome like fly on the wall, like Cinepack Studios, like behind the scenes thing. So it was really cool to like get to do that. Like, Yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, I'm... I'm honored to like, you know, be a part of like any podcast. Honestly, I love talking about like the music and what we've done. And I I like to pride myself on the fact that like I'm carrying myself the way I need to. But I think it's just a lot of like the mentorship that I've gotten from Nick and other people in the music scene. Like they've all kind of, you know, given me some sort of insight and you know, I'm friends with these guys that are, you know, internationally known. And I look at myself like I'm just another dude who is doing this. Like, I don't really I don't really see myself as a big artist, but 
it's definitely cool to get like the recognition from a lot of different, you know, people and yeah. like, you know, people reaching out to me and saying like, you know, I inspire them or like, dude, I can't wait for that song to come on on my playlist or something like, you know, those are, those are things I never imagined actually hearing uh, yeah. starting any of this. So it's, it's really humbling. And I like to carry myself that way. Cause like, I don't really care how big I get dude or like how yeah. big AMN gets in general. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, bro, we do this for fun. Like I'm 31 years old. I'm, I have zero to prove to anybody other than the fact that like, Hey, like I want to like meet you. I want to like see you on the East coast and you'd be like, yo, you're Greg. And we talk and we have a good time. Like that's all I care about. Like it, it doesn't matter about the money or anything. I just want to be able to go and do these things. That's why I got you on this show, dude. Cause that's the kind of shit I think. And I believe in that shit. Like I believe in you. I want Thanks, you to bro. know. Cause I think that's like kind of been this whole mentality for this whole podcast. Honestly, is that we're just like, we're just here to do it. Honestly, at this point, like, yeah, I mean, that's I guess fun. there's it's definitely fun. like always hopes for, you know, grander things from this, but like we've, yeah, it's like, it was a well, hobby. It yeah, was a, fun. that's when it's the most successful. Literally when this podcast is at its most fun, I'm having a lot of fun today. Yeah, exactly. When we're just kind of like when when it doesn't feel like work is when we're like easily at our best. Yeah. Oh now, yeah. When, that's Dude. that's the that's my. But also concern. when it feels like when it feels like it's like really valuable work, like we're doing something really good or cool at the moment, then that also feels really awesome too. Dude, that's that that pretty much explains how like I felt last week when we uh, when we finished the record, like. I was stressing, but also at the same time, like I was like, I was hella pumped. Like I was like, yo, this is <laughs> it's six months later. We finally finished it. And it was like, that was a surreal moment. You know, take your time with no, it, man. Like you totally just feel that. Just having fun. Exactly. I mean, I remember when we first came back, me and Ryan, and I was like pumping out four episodes a week. We were just fucking interviewing anyone we could. It was just like, it was awesome then. And just kind of like doing that was really just fun. Just working because you wanted to and because you were really kind of just proud of the stuff you were doing. Yeah, dude. I mean, you guys do a really great job on this podcast. And, you know, I uh, I did one recently and it was it was fun. But you know, I could definitely say that there's a lot of podcasts that I've been on that I'm like, you know, there's little aspects of it that I enjoy. And this is definitely one of the more like ones that I'm like, I find myself <laughs> laughing on quite frequently. And I'm like, dude, this is sick. Like, I it's mean, very personable. So it's like, I, I think I, I dig it. I think we're just kind of like disarming and we kind of just want to like do it for like, we're obviously we're just obviously doing this for fun more. I mean, like, there is a professional side of this for sure, but like, we're just kind of like, we're, we'd rather shoot shit than be serious. Like, right, Ryan? Like, like obviously no, there's Ryan, stories never, to have to get, but like, I don't know. I mean, Ryan just wants to make sure that if you're you don't need having a drum track on a record, if it doesn't sound like a dick hitting the toilet seat, it's not a good fucking drum track. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will always remember that comment. Like, I don't think there's going to be a day when I don't remember that comment. And I was like, oh, I guess it depends where it's hitting it from, though. Like, is it dropping down? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a nine inch throbber is what I remember. So, I mean, it it's going to hit something. It's going to knock someone out. I was thinking about that because that's probably one of the most interesting comments I read on a red a Reddit about my music that I'm on. And I'm just like, cool. They didn't talk shit about my vocals. Awesome. And it's just like the drum sounded fine to me. Serviceable. Obviously, they're programmed. But like, God damn, that dude was brutal. I was like, that's the most cutthroat, like fucking like biting thing that somebody could say about music. And I just loved it. <laughs> dude ryan you left your foggy ass car <laughs> i did i'm boxing that shit bro do you see these you eyes? were definitely like i could tell even with your like with your like what 48 whatever pixels uh... <laughs> no, I, motherfucker this shit's clear as fuck look you want to see a lemon look at look at we can find a lemon you got lemons like, i got crystal clear lemons i'm draping them on my oh, head wow. right now. I'm like more of a lemons, lime guy, buddy. but that is impressive. You got produce Limes, they're just not ripe yet, homie. That's all. You know, you're right. You know, um, there is a lime season. It's in the summer. And I know that because my dad will be like at the beach or pool and he'll be like, you know what? The price of limes right now is really good. And he says it every year. And I tell him, hey, you always talk about the price of limes at some point in the summer. And he's like, I don't think so. And then, but he still always does every year. It, it, it's that typical dad moment when you're like, you're like uh, price you, of limes. Oh man, you know what's going on right now, gentlemen? It's the price of lime. It's and the lime like, seat. Lime season is it, my friends? Back, <laughs> it's going. But you know, that's a Mexican beer thing because that's what you drink at the beach. It's like you gotta have limes in your beer, not lemons. Lemons don't work with beer, except for English beer, I guess. But yeah. I, I'll leave that to Ryan. He, that's more his area. But yeah, it's. Limes are for beer in the summer. Limes are for Hell everything. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of a cool, I guess, you know, for dorky dad conversations, that's not a terrible one because it's about drinking. Is that oh, the shit. moon? Is that the moon dough? <laughs> the moon? The moon dough. <laughs> Shout out to Ken from Moon Dough. We did that the entire tour. We hey. should. Definitely like, interview Mundo at some point. Cash, just like at the end of last season, let's just like shout some people out right now. Let's just shout out cool people. It's like uh wait, do you remember the reference I did that? It's um the MF what's that MF Doom song where it's not even at the end of the album. It says, What do you do at the end of the album? And they go, Matt, and they're like, I don't know what to say at the end of the album. They go, mashed potatoes, applesauce, yeah, yeah. That's how y'all end the episode. So remember you- that. Yeah, mashed potatoes, applesauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, do you have any people you want to shout out? Because I mean, you guys and the Angel Like Expression. Well, you know I, have we? We I don't think we've given the Angel Like Expression that much like time to talk about either. Yeah. Do you want to like talk about anything real quick? Yeah. Please, I'm in your band. I can only talk about so much. I mean, I know you guys had a uh, Turtle Dreams on Ghost Killer Entertainment, who are now signed with. It's so great. Oh, I mean, it's a it's a partnership. The partnership. Partnership. We're 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 holding hands together. God, that's a hand. 
That's a big, that's a big ghostly hand. That ghost killer entertainment's got. It's just big and meaty, but like transparent. Ghost hands. Are we still talking about hands, or are we back on porn? Oh, we're back on porn because we're talking about ghost shaft. <laughs> Man, we should got him off for this. I, I, I should have hit him up. Uh, I've been talked to him. Should I hit him up right now. I'll tweet him. Every, every episode from a certain point has our uh, theme song and go shout. Oh, that's true. He he's, Which... he's a part of every episode. He's a part of this, whether he likes it. Or not. I'm just kidding. No, uh, Quentin, great guy in Indiana. Like, definitely. He did a uh, Sad Boy Sam and, Boo- and uh, Boule just now, right? Yeah, he's got Boule out, Keanu DiCaprio. He's also got, he's got tons of cool stuff with Jay Foobs, who's been extremely helpful to this show. He did that little. Jay Foobs uh, is awesome. And we tricked him with the, with the uh, Rivers Cuomo episode. Yeah, he really <laughs> thought we had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why, why is Rivers audio killing out every time he says, tries to say something? <laughs> well, hey guys. Actually, I actually got a dip, but. You um, do. Yo, it has been an absolute pleasure. And, uh, you know, I'll uh, share this one. You guys post it because I always love being around with you guys. Of course, man. And everybody go watch that a moment's notice behind the scenes at Cinepax. Like me and my homie, Michael, as we went out there, that was a great video. That video is fun to watch. I have so much more footage. We got a part two coming. Don't worry. Oh, God. (laughs) All the weird crap I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, God. Ryan video is going to do a whole like documentary for a moment's notice. This is just going to be like, like how many times does time. Greg this roll is around on notice. the ground? <laughs> Greg, don't feel bad. That video was 35 minutes originally, and I made it 15. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it was almost an hour before that, but I cut it down just to give him the, the meat and potatoes, you know? Oh my God, that's so bad. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. You were. Hey, All right. the year famous off that shit dude but assassins was the shit a sky oh. drive had tons of weird videos like that. hey man it works it works all right guys hey, hey you got pleasure meeting y'all of course guy, right. thanks brothers take care Later. great finally meeting you man come you back too, whenever you want oh yeah anytime you guys invite me yeah hell yeah whenever Later, you guys. want you don't even have to just just show up bro oh okay cool i need that code <laughs> Wait. <laughs> See you, boss. Alan, you still with us? Greg is the new Kramer. He's just gonna show up whenever. <laughs> <laughs> just burst through I'm the pretty- door, bro. I look like I'm in a fucking like uh uh like a cinematic movie right now with this lighting. Like I'm at golden hour right now. Yeah, you give us the lens flare real quick. Uh, uh I don't know. You got You got a good like uh. Horizon. I don't think you got the lens flare. I don't think the sun's out to do it. Horizon. But um, the moon. The moon. I'm going eh, a little bit. I'm gonna go use the bathroom one more time, and then we'll resume. All right, y'all can just talk. I don't care. Do what y'all want. Is Alan here? Are you the new David? David. Who's David? That's our old co-host, David and Moses. They were part of season one, and they did awesome stuff. They're the homies. Always will be. Miss those guys. Hope they're well. But uh, season two, this is pretty much the capper on this season. Like we we did MySpace. We went over a lot of MySpace. We experienced. Oh yeah, Alan. Why do you sound like you're a million miles away? Oh, it's probably because I have the headset. Uh, well, uh... Dude, 
Alan didn't have the headset button. on. Oh, <laughs> game room, real gamer moment right here. And then really Eric, Eric, the bassist from the Angel, like, don't do that, man. You're you're, you're being recorded right now. <laughs> it's the port, dude. Are you bringing? Oh, word. <laughs> he's he's oh, a yeah, bass player. I, I think we. I gotta make two announcements real quick, or actually three announcements before we go. All right. Yeah. So first off, VIP playlist with August Ray has been uh, revived under our banner, and so yeah, they're gonna be doing that. They're gonna have be dropping like five episodes in June, which is really awesome. Um, it was great. It was a great podcast, and we're very glad that he can do this with us. And we're gonna be working with them closely, making sure he gets that, uh, make sure he gets that done, and make sure it's. We're going to basically try to take him to the next level from where he was. Um, off of that, we're going to be dropping like a new social media for all our, yeah, all our social media to combine basically everything we're doing with Go- with uh, Ghost Killer on our main demo team page and uh, VIP playlist. So, and any future projects we do. So it will all be contained on one social media on each thing. It'll be called demo team media and it'll have, yeah, VIP playlist, demo team, podcast, and uh, yeah, our ghost killer stuff and any future projects we do, which we have some things in the works with our Ox guys. And was oh yeah. And finally, I will be doing our first in-person interview with Animal Jam this weekend. And it's going to be awesome. I'm gonna be sitting there in a tiny room with all seven or eight if Austin Cervantes, their manager shows up. Guys, we're all just going to be like, you know, shooting shit early in the morning on Sunday and we're going to put it on YouTube and it's going to be crazy. A whole different thing. You're going to see how tall I am maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll stand up during it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But it'll, it'll be interesting for sure. And then, you know, maybe Ryan will do something like that soon with, I don't know, what band would you like to interview in person out, out in Cali? Out in the IE? The Angel Like well, Expression. The Angel That would be a good one. Y'all should just do <laughs> perform a concert and just put it on YouTube. For yeah, I wish we don't have a clean vocalist. You know, hey, I mean, we, we won't go into the nitty gritties about that. You know, <laughs> Ryan knows what's up with that. I, I I've been trying to learn how to sing just to be like maybe maybe I can do both. <laughs> Fill in the blank spaces, you know. Anyways, did I stumble through that announcement well enough, or? <laughs> I like it. I you think liked more, it. Yeah, that's real. Good. The more real. Lens. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Lens flare. <laughs> lens flare. Oh, you did a little one right there. A little lens flare. That <laughs> yeah, was a little one. I found that was the. I found it's the second time, man. Okay, so Alan. I've been doing it, man. Yeah. Where does this story all begin for you? For tail everything where does it all begin for you <laughs> oh you know i i hit rock bottom last night in the shower um no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> musically i guess uh i don't know i start i started writing music when i was uh like 14 15 and then uh i got a lot you know i started writing a bunch of crappy music it wasn't even like in the genre and then i just uh 
you know, I, I was kind of like polishing myself off on writing and stuff. And then years later, uh, me and Francisco, the other guitarist, we got together and uh, we just started just writing a bunch of random shit. It wasn't really good material, but it was just kind of like a start of stuff. And then after that, um, we wrote our first song together, which was uh, World Ends With You. He just gave me like a few riffs. And then uh, from there, I just like wrote everything else. And then we wrote the song. All I had was like a guitar pro version of it because that's what I used to write the material because that's the only way that I can like get everything like together musically. I get like all the yeah. instrumentals. I have to do like the drums, the bass, the guitars and everything. And if I add like any pianos or anything like that, then that's pretty much where I add all the stuff in there. And then so I had to write that. And then I was writing like a bunch of other random songs, but like we never released any of that material. We have a lot of unreleased material because like I, I'm a, I'm a big hater of my own music. I'm, I'm pretty critical, like when it comes to writing, like as I told Ryan, you know, like I was telling him he was like, oh, he was showing us that Turtle Dreams was, oh, this is a really you know, it's, it's your top song right now. And I'm just like, Oh, that's like one of my least favorites. Cause it's like, I wrote it pretty quick. You know, it's just pretty basic. Like, nah, intro. Come on. like I think sometimes <laughs> like, people is, uh, Colin Firth would say the new Batman. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think, I think these technical people like yourselves who are very talented as musicians uh, tend to get in their own little head thinking like, dude, it's not complicated enough. It needs to be super complicated to be super You're good. totally right. There's, it reminds I'm going me through that right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something that does happen is just like, I always think it's crappy and then like Francisco will be like, oh, that's, that's pretty good material and I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I could have, I feel like it's not up to par with the rest of the material, you know, so that's kind of where I can come from where I'm just like, I always have to top my net, like my previous song and that's what I always kind of feel like I kind of get like a little critical with it because I'm like, oh, it's not as good as this one. Like, I don't, I don't feel like people would really like this one. You know? Your opinion, Alan? What's that? What's your best song in your opinion then? For me? Yeah. Uh, damn, I don't know. Like for me personally, the the one that I wrote, I don't know if you've heard if you've heard that one, the the chocolate daddy one. Um, yes. I feel like that's my that's my favorite and my best chocolate. one. Chocolate daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Say that was... loud and proud. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate daddy is the best song I ever wrote. Chocolate rain. <laughs> it's just it's just very you know it's energetic. It's got those really good ribs. They're very like noodly, you know. So like the ribs, you know, as a drummer, you know, he, uh, the drummer's name's Josh. He'll be like, hey, man, just, yeah, those those noodly rips, you know. Uh, he'll be like, yeah, man, give, give me some of those noodly rips, you know. Um, it, it's got a lot of that, you know, and I feel like it's just, like, it's got, all, like, all the right, it hits all the right things, you know, lyrically. Um, for me, personally, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've heard that song, Ryan, but um, you might you might probably think Chocolate. the lyrics. I'll brush my teeth to that shit. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate Ryan, Daddy. you look like you're in like the Blair Witch Project right now. <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh my daddy. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my favorite song. I don't know. Um running out of natural light, guys. What do you want me to do? <laughs> just go out to the Hollywood Hills and just like, I don't know. 
What are people doing in Hollywood Hills? Bro, I don't know. What are y'all Californians do? That somebody left on one of our feet. What? Cash, do you want to hear a funniest comment said about what the Thomas Eric interview? The Thomas Eric? I had a comment about they it? They said, like, you know how I made... Yeah, they made a comment, and it was funny as fuck, because I say, like, oh, the ad space, this is to help pay the bills, keep the lights on, and I'm doing the interview in the dark. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> Big bills. Keep those bills on. You gotta keep those lights on. That's 35 cents worth of uh that wasn't even your house. That was Arizona. <laughs> I, I was whose lights are you keeping on, Ryan? The bathroom, a public bathroom. I was sitting in the car because, like, I was in Arizona for like two weeks out of uh, April. That was last month. Yeah, um, I was in Arizona doing. Uh, I was selling leather vests and like rings, jewelry. Do you have last- any extra leather vests? Might I ask for a friend that I, is me? I bought a leather jacket and I bought a denim vest. I got a. I had to pay for two leather cowboy hats, which was very expensive. Leather cowboy hats are not cheap, and I, I managed feel like- to get one. In- Probably really warm too. I would imagine they probably don't breathe very well. I lost. No, no. This is the coolest thing about leather because I'm a I'm a leather daddy cowboy now. Like, there's no turning back, bro. You know what you mean when you say that. (laughs) I I know what I'm. I'm, Trust me when I say this. Look, there's a reason why cowboys wore these leather cowboy hats. That shit blocks out the sun. The sun, Arizona's sun, is unforgiving. I live in California. Arizona's sun is mean as fuck. And when I didn't have that cowboy hat on, I felt it. When I had that, ca- that hat on, it blocked that shit out. Damn. I feel like my skin would turn into leather if I go to Arizona, though. So, Bro, look at my, like, my, I, I aged. Like, the last time I was on this podcast, I looked like a healthy 20-year-old. Now I look like I'm on the, the brink of 40. Like, look at this shit. <laughs> like leather? But, yeah, Arizona, I've never been to Arizona before. That was my first time. I wanted to, like, see what, like, you know. Touring was like, because, uh, you know, I'm, I haven't made it in a band to go on tours or be selling merch or stuff like that. I don't have them kind of connections, but I want to go see what wait, I've done. A, I have a question. Whole, hey, if you guys need some. I didn't mean to cut you off, by the way. You can keep going if you want. I, I, I remember. Cash, but... you're, the light makes it so, Cash, I just want to say the lighting makes you so pale and your skin looks ashen. Do I look and your eyes and ashy are, right now? You look like you look like you got like it's like wait, well out. the lights coming from behind me. It's, <laughs> you look like hey, I guess bro, this, all right. This is what I'm facing cash, right now. By the way, this is cash, my television. Cash, I just want you to know, you look like a geisha if Doctor <laughs> Emmett Brown from Back to the Future was dressed up as one right now. That sounds the lights washing you out. Fair enough. All right, you're a very uh, beautiful geisha. You're a very beautiful geisha. Oh, That's thank all- you, Ryan. That's kind of what I've always wanted to hear from you. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all like actually met each other before like have y'all actually like practiced together in person y'all just been nope. doing everything online Mm-mm. yeah not yet I'm, i only know All this right. dude from the first time i've ever seen this school are you serious <laughs> the aol chat rooms you're the first time i saw each other you're like, I don't think you're, you're like i don't think this aesthetic is gonna work is what y'all are both think in your heads right now <laughs> that's uh that's ryan and then um <clears throat> Oh, fuck. I was fucking choking right now. Sorry. 
<laughs> well, damn. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna move my desk over. Should I move my desk to the other side of the room, like mid podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You want the light source to aim you? <laughs> well, the lights are literally in the middle of the room. The lighting like, you I have. Like, there's Andrew no Wells way I'm perfect. gonna unless I just get right, put my desk right under it. It's not gonna right work. For episode, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like put lights up if I'm gonna do this shit for Bro, real. You like, look more right like up here to turn all the lights off in the back. You got, like, you got the Beetlejuice look right now. Like that's how like tail you got going on. <laughs> right. <Ryan, we're... laughs> I look like shit. I'm not gonna lie. I like, look at me like yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what happened? <laughs> if my lamp, the light in my lamp went out, which I would have used that maybe. None of them hit me up on Snapchat right now. Oh, I'm so lonely. God, I'm just a floating so head. Lonely, so lonely. So lonely. I'm getting- too much like ability to make like a me i just like a bald-headed version of myself right now i don't like <laughs> yeah You're i was trying to get, version trying to get of yourself. Eric in right now but oh my gosh did you ever see the picture of ryan where he looks really english because he cut his hair no i've never seen that one i was wearing a london did you know coat. that ryan is english he's english yeah my grandma was uh in manchester when the uh a certain military force was bombing it i oh. mean the nazis I, uh, <laughs> or is he old enough that it was like the that it was like I don't know Napoleon? That's twice this episode we've given like a platform to two like groups I do not agree with. That's true. <laughs> Fuck Nazis. Fuck the clan. I think we're good, right? I, After that, I, if people ask me, man. I say, yeah, I'm English and Mexican. English. Hola. You know, in Texas, it's quite common for people to be like half Mexican, half like Czech or Polish or something like that. Really? I'm Polish. I did not know that. I got some Polish for me. There's like a bunch of like, there's like a huge amount of like German, Polish, Czech people like, and they all, and you know everyone in I'm like half Mexican but like everyone in Texas is half Mexican so it's like, you know We all have Mexican now. I mean if you're like mm-hmm. this south, of, like this It's probably like, it's probably the same in California, right? Everyone's like half yeah. Mexican. Yeah. I- Swan's in half Mexican. Is he? I knew I knew he rooted for Mexico, but I didn't know he was half Mexican. Yeah, that's Will Swan's like uh I mean I'm not I'm not here to do the ancestry.com. God, I'm a floating head, bro. And like me. <laughs> that's cool. Will Swan is uh, Will Swan is a uh, part of the half Mexican gang, so yeah. Cool. Let's yeah, we're all. That. We yeah. all. Have... But um, he's letting his hair down now. I I got to do something to combat this hair's show. going down. This look. Ryan, not... are you mad that Daniel Radcliffe beat you out for the role of uh, Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> <laughs> you have to bust out your accordion. <laughs> Do you, is the, <laughs> is is accordion something you think will ever be in the angel like expression? Uh, no, but I, I have I have uh, incorporated I, different instruments. Like I've used a harp. Uh, I have used, one. Uh, really? I have Actually, one. my grandpa does play accordion. I have oh. one. Yeah, I have an accordion. You have an accordion? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, like my brother has one. I 
I could, I, I would, I mean, I'm not in my room right now, but yeah, I have one. I have a guitar. I have a tom drum. I have a kick drum. I have like three. I, I think I sold one of my guitars. I have a bunch of instruments. I'm not, I mean, I, I use Fruity Loops and programming, but I play like a couple, like not proficiently, but if you give me some. Wait, is an accordion with piano keys or does it have buttons? I, I, I don't even know. Is it buttons? It's buttons. It's like one you see those little guys with a monkey have, you know, like they're all <laughs> dancing around. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Monkey fair, enough, fair enough. It's one of them. If I put like a Donkey Kong, like I uh, mean, tie on and a little vest. I'm pretty sure my grandpa gave my brother like a, a real like professional accordion. And like, I hope my brother didn't sell it for weed, but he might have knowing him. <laughs> yeah, bro, I would trade some weed for an accordion. Like, why not? Like, fuck yeah, dude. I can get high. And I don't know. This. Yeah. Don't you, what about your, what about like your future music career as an accordionist? I don't know. I mean, you just want to sell out a way for, I, for I, a I would, G? I, Probably a couple of G's, honestly. If I were to get back into an instrument and like fully dedicate myself to learning how to use one, it'd probably be a guitar just because of how accessible it is. Maybe piano. Like I have you a drumstick piano, from uh, Ben Rosette. You should, just, you should so. just try to like figure out piano. I, I want to learn. I would definitely, I would. Yeah, I would definitely love to like rent a studio or just have like a bunch of instruments in my house and That's just literally spend a day do. learning. Just learn. You know how I was saying we're doing this, doing this for fun. Strike all that. We're not doing this for fun. I want to make money so I can buy instruments yeah. and recording yeah. equipment. Honest, to be honest, he wants to, yeah, to be, be able to plug up his accordion into a an amp. Exactly. And literally, like when Derek was talking about, like, hey, like I, like I'm not, I'm never gonna figure out these little tricks and shit. Like I'm just gonna play this as hard and as fast and it just it, to my limit. Like that shit was just like, hey, that's literally how I approach because I'm not musically proficient. I wouldn't That's, say I couldn't tell you music theory shit, but I, you give me something, I'll give you something out of it. Like I'll bust my ass until something makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I have to concur with that. I, I do the same thing. I uh, I feel like even when when I'm writing this stuff, like I just write it. Like I'm a better composer than I am an actual like uh, like a music like a guitarist, I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess I write music. And I think the only thing music theory does is it like helps me like cut out what I know isn't going to work basically is what I use it for. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the same way I write. I'm just like, all right, I feel like a lot of people are really good. I just, I just, stick to just like the writing process. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like I do too good with like, cause I feel like a lot of people just kind of do a lot of the same things when they do like guitar work. Like they don't, you know, they just, they, 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 they do just like speed. It's just based on speed. That's all they care about. They don't really care about like, the actual yeah, composition I mean, of the work. Well, I guess the thing that always slows me down is that, like, I try to use, like, complicated, like, jazz chords, I guess. And sometimes that shit works, and a lot of times it doesn't, though. And sometimes it does. But it also gives you something that you're not expecting. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of, like, with me, like, I'll, I'll experiment with it. Like, that's why I like just having, like, using Guitar Pro, because it's, like, for me, I... I'm proficient with it. So it's like, I'm able to have both instruments and kind of hearing like what, you know, what would work, what doesn't work, you know? And then as opposed to having like a second guitarist, they're trying to like, you know, kind of just trying to make something work because it just becomes like a jumbled mess sometimes. Cause it's, I think it's exactly what he said about the, 
everybody trying to be like the powerhouse like all right i'm gonna make my thing work and this person's gonna make their thing work you know we're trying to be like the lead of everything and it's like you know i i really i really do think that you know <laughs> i feel you i feel it so i guess like are you the main writer for the angel expression or yeah yeah i write i write most of the material um sometimes like i'll have like the other guitarist francisco like he'll come and then he'll just give me like a riff and then i'll make a whole song out of it like he just he'll just give me like he'll spark that one idea and then i'll just go with it and i just start like you know just getting crazy with it just writing random shit going back deleting you know writing new stuff and then you know adding to whatever he gives me and then like little next thing you know like another uh another song is just made you know like I was actually working on a song recently. Um, I mean, I, I just added it with a chording right now. I just wanted to see what it sounded like. Uh, it's pretty faint, I will say. I kind of hear a little bit of it. Oh, yeah, I hear, I hear some Super Mario Brothers like fucking like what's that monkey? Sounds what's like that? a Donkey Kong arcade machine. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. You yeah, know, Ryan like really is a bloody head now. I will say <laughs> from sixteen bit stuff, and then we just bring it to life. You know, we just bring everything to life. We go uh, to our drummer's house, and then we just record everything. And that's sometimes we'll come up with ideas right there. So you know, and um. That's that's why it doesn't become so expensive to like record stuff because it's like we're we're able to just come up with shit on our own. Like before, we used to have to record everything like in a studio or something. We would have to like exactly like how uh, Derek said you would have to have like everything down like proficiently, and then you can go in there and don't experiment or anything. But this way has been more like a streamlined process where we're just kind of able to, um, you know, just make up shit on the spot and then like experiment even with the vocals. Like we'll go in there like the cleans. I don't. I, that's one thing that I've that I've never had like a problem with at all ever was would be like screamers like they're always just like on it like they're just especially when it when I heard uh, whatever Ryan sent us I was like damn there's like nothing that I would change about this I mean I I I don't know like I feel like with this band compared to my last band I feel like I, I know my shit and I, I, I'm allowed to, I feel like allowed to feel a little confident in my ability as a vocalist because I've, I've been screaming since I was like 13, 14 years old. I'm 34. It's like 20 years of this shit. And it's just like, I'm, I'm all right, man. <laughs> Let me be okay. I don't, I'm not one of those dudes. I'm not a band guy that's just like, oh, bro, I suck. I'm not good, bro. I can't be good. And then they play you like a fucking symphony with their toes and shit. And they're like, I wish I was good. I, I just can't be good, man. I wish. Like I'm, I of course I can improve. Of course I can learn. Of course there's a shit ton of shit I don't know. Of course, of course there's always gonna be a but. Man, I'm just a fucking floating head. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but did yeah. you know Ryan was so like such a character when you when you added him to your band? Oh really? Oh, did, did, did I know he was such a character? Um, no, no. I mean, I I had seen like a glimpse of the. The video, the one where he's like eating the rose, or what is it? I don't know. He's like eating something, and he's just doing something. It's just like random, right. like just <laughs> making the eyes. From the my 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 light divide video, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. From, you were from eating that. something, Ryan, and it wasn't what? healthy. 
I'm trying to get Ryan to eat healthy um, so we can keep this podcast going for the next 60 years. And the uh, My Light Divide video for the former band that I was in. There was a, uh, a choice made with a, uh, a certain gene of a band called Differences, where we decided perhaps oh god yes this is the this is the visual this is the tale i hope nobody's we're, we're, we're uh, like you're telling a, a, a demo see my candlelight right now yeah we're doing a vigil right now oh god this light is <laughs> hot as fuck real quick anyway oh man i'm pretty a sure this bit of a vigil for a, a former this, project um yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure this uh this right, 7-eleven lighter fluid lighter is probably gonna just like light on fire and light my hand on fire anyway you're you look spooky enough cash <laughs> anyway, I look spooky. I no, wait, it just, uh, I'm Shut gonna turn up. the light back on. <laughs> Shut <laughs> I worked with the guy Gene from Differences. He's a band uh dude. He also does music videos, does really good music videos. Anyway, we decided instead of using a microphone for my screen parts, I was going to use a bouquet. It was my idea, but you know, he's doing the music video. I have to field it by him. So I did a bouquet. I wore a love hate hero shirt. It's white. I don't a know. Okay, like are you you were gonna do like a like a midsummer. I'm I'm screaming in the into a bouquet. I'm singing a song about love. It's about you know saying sorry to somebody that you care about, and that you like you know you miss because they're no longer here anymore. And like you know we lose people in life. I've lost like three, four, maybe five family members in like the last six years, and it's just like it's all health related. It's all just genetics, man. Like you know some of us as people we have. We're predisposed to things, mental illness, uh, diabetes, cancer, and it runs rampant in my family. My oh, my great grandfather, he was like uh, underneath the age of 18 when he joined the military, involved in military testing, a lot of nuclear radiation. So my family line runs into a lot of things. So I guess like what I'm getting with that is with this podcast and everything that we do here. Uh, a lot of it is rooted in like, I don't know how much time like my genes will allow me to live on this planet. I don't know if my health will ever fail me. It's something I'm aware of. I smoke cigarettes. So, you know, that's my choice in life. But what I wanted to say is like, this is this season, season two with MySpace and stuff. It was a very self-reflective season. I find that we kind of dug deep into like old school OG bands and like relived a lot of feelings, a lot of changes. Cash moved into a new place. I'm you know, exploring different job opportunities. I've got a lot of cool stuff in the works. Like, you know, I do the shrimp squid productions. Like, I do a lot of cool band promo. Cash and I got this ghost killer opportunity, like, I want to say, like, in February. You know, like, it came to our table a while ago, and it was a good feeling. And it did, I would say it can create an inflated sense of self-worth that we appreciate what we do a lot more now. Because it does take dedication. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm proud of what I've done and I've done it because I don't know. This is, I think for me and Ryan, we always, I think Ryan's trying to say something, but he cut out. No, it was you that cut out for me. So I, I didn't. Oh, you're that. just lagging. You're just lagging. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Um, you're good. Anyway, yeah, I think me and Ryan kind of always, I think we, we did this and we kind of realized maybe this could be our last chance to do anything, right? It's kind of like, I think how. I mean, what other chance did we have? My exactly. band broke up. My, ba my, my band didn't break up. My band and I parted yeah. ways mutually. That was my, I when I first came to this podcast, 
I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, like it's not like I was in a band. I always took that as the most important aspect. I always told Cass. I always told all the guys, like, if something happens on this show that, like, puts me in a position, like, I'm going to pick my band kind of situation and kind of talk. And when that band, like, you know, we parted ways, it was an emotional time for me. My grandpa, my grandfather died. Uh, batteries at 10 percent. Anyway. My batteries at 10. Anyway, uh, my grandfather passed away. I was the writer for Scene Daddy. And then I wasn't. Kind of just one of them situations where you work there and then you don't you know, anymore. Print media, right? Scene Daddy's an awesome place. They still do great work. I'm not a fan of how things went down. I'll just say, I'll leave it at that. I'm not trying to like put nobody under the bus. Because they did take care of me and they did, did teach me a lot. And they did put up with a lot of my... Uh, you know, uh, inexperience. Cause there's a lot of like, I'm, I'm 34 years old. Yeah. I'm in my thirties. There's still a shit ton of shit. I don't know about no duh. Of course, not everybody's going to know everything. And I, if anyone claims to know everything, it's just like, yeah, I get it. It's, it's a wrong energy to have, to be a know-it-all. But when you're privy to information that other people may not be, cause you're a journalist, because you actually talk to people, it can lead you to like, you know, being an idiot and saying stupid shit and i know i'm a guy that says stupid shit online you know and that happens and i apologize to anybody that may have taken what i've said out of context based on the fact that i cannot say everything that i know because i respect these people that i work with i respect cash i respect the people that have been on this show and will be on this show because we have a shit ton i have i i cannot like lie to you people we have a shit ton of great stuff in the works this ghost killer thing opened oh, up yeah Animal oh, Jam so this week. That's gonna be no. It'll be. I'm gonna make sure that shit's good. Yeah. I'm gonna get like, my physical comedy down for it just in case. <laughs> but I mean, I think the other huge thing is like me and Ron are like literally underdogs. We're like, we're we're the motherfuckers that people don't root for. <laughs> I don't think. And that's so. kind of we get we get the chip on our shoulder thing. That's I think that's kind of like why we're still together right now is because we basically said yeah. we're like. We're going to be scrappy and get this shit going. And I think yeah, that's kind of a great thing one, to have for your band, too, is it? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think Ryan's a great person to have in your band, honestly. He's going to work his ass off to make sure his shit happens. Yeah, so, I agree. He's already he's already doing a lot. I mean, yeah. we don't we don't really handle the social media stuff like I, you know, I'm not an expert in that stuff. Like my department was always just like the music writing. I mean, yeah, it's I I learned i learned so much from him in like two years working with him he like really he really does knows like social media i think probably as good as anyone i mean as good as anyone i think it are maybe there's people who no nah, i mean no ryan probably could go like do marketing at like a major firm and like like light shit up there so honestly yeah ryan ryan knows what he's fucking doing to ryan know what he's fucking doing yeah we've all yeah. we've all been smoking yeah but i mean i learn because i listen i pay attention i watch people like you know i i want to do great things and i want to take care of people that like want to see a night these days life does seem more finite don't you think like, it does seem like as I've entered my 30s that you kind of realize mortality and all that. Oh, shit. yeah. I it's think more this, applicable. 
last couple years have kind of been our last year and a half, maybe last six, seven years or whatever. Yeah. It feels like life is very like go like that. So might as well fucking go all in on what you got going. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got COVID. I thought I was going to die. Cause why not? Me too. Honestly. (laughs) I've had, I've had, I'm going to die every time I get sick. So yeah. But I think like with the thing with COVID was they like, oh, yeah, 99 percent chance of living, bro. And it's just like, ha, ha. like, what does that one percent take, though? You know, you even with that chance, when you do have, you know, something like coronavirus, you're going to be like, well, I don't want to be that one percent. Ryan watches anime. That could be the one percent. <laughs> you never know. But I'm just saying with predisposition, I have cancer. I have diabetes in my family line. There are people that have gone. I thought you, you were know, saying I have cancer and diabetes right now. So we have to be my like, God, un- Ryan, my uncle. My why uncle did you had, say something? My I don't have I, I knock on fucking wood. I think I'm fit and healthy right now. I do have thoughts, but you could get, get COVID and it could it could end, you know. But it's in my family line. My uncle had shy draggers, which is the same disease that killed Johnny Cash. So what is was it? Shy draggers. It's a very horrible disease. The watch. I don't know, but that sounds like a I, I, I just thought he died from being old and sad because no. his wife. Yeah, Shy Draggers. Shy Draggers is a uh, and also because he because he killed an ostrich that bucked him off while he was riding in. So maybe that was karma a little bit. But I, I do love Johnny Cash, though. You know. Yeah, it's just yeah. an illness that withers you away from the inside. I have watched, you know, cancer does the same thing. It's just an illness that kind of just takes you, takes you, takes you away. Like my uncle lost his speaking, his body, couldn't walk. And I think the grand point we're trying to make, though, is that like life is finite. So we're just going to fucking blow this shit out, I think, is what I think is the whole point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for season three, I mean, I don't want, you know, Dropout Kings, I can say this because I can't tell you how many times Dropout Kings has said, yeah, sure, we'll be there. They're busy all the time. They're about to go on tour in UK, but I'm I, I'm good homies with Adam Ramey. I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't like be friends with that dude on Facebook. So you will better believe we'll have Dropout Kings on this show on season three. We're going to be covering So What Music Festival, When We Were Hungry, and When We Were Young because there's we'll a be lot there. of cool we'll be there when we were young. I'm I'm trying to be out there that week, so let me let me just ride in your car, man. I'll sleep in your car. I don't care. Hey, what someone dare? give Ryan a ride out to Dallas for so what? So what? South by and so then what? yeah, do that, do that. Yeah, give him a ride out. I can get him a cheap ticket, and um, hey, you can stay in my bus, and then we'll finally meet, and then it'll be crazy. We'll have pictures of each with each other on Instagram, and hey, we'll go meet all the homies. Serious? If you're serious, I'll, I'll, hey. If, if you have a place for me to sleep, because that's usually my problem, I'll find a way out there. Okay, well, just bring a sleeping bag. I, you're not to go on the floor, I guess. But I have carpeting, so it's cool. It's going to be warm. I'm not worried about that. What? I'll buy a couch. I'll buy a couch, motherfucker. <laughs> Inflatable couch. Actually, I do I'll have a couch, couch in the living room that no one uses, so I guess, I mean, honestly, like... I will get there. Hey, if you're serious. Yeah, do it, bro. We'll talk. We'll, talk. I, we'll get I, you I, out I, here. I said the same shit. Hey, I said the same shit to Brandon on the American Standards episodes, which I think is a huge monumental episode that everyone should watch that we recorded very early on. 
but we couldn't release it until we got the Dallas Taylor episode out. Yeah. Also, I had to like bleep out so much stuff. We were talking. <laughs> Maybe we'll do an uncut version someday. Okay. What did you bleep out? Just like all the goofy ass wrestling talk? No, all the uh, all the uh, <laughs> of the year, all the oh, fuck, yeah, season three when we were young, <laughs> when we were, when we were hungry. hungry, when uh, when we were hungry, so that's what... probably more our speed, right? Yeah. When we were hungry, right? That's probably what. Yeah. We should probably taper our expectations. And you know, and I then mean, season four will be will be demo fest, right? Hey, if Coheed and Cambria ever responds to uh, winning that March Gladness poll and retweeting us, we'll make the whole They're on tour right them. now. And then they'll have the angel like expression open for them. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll but open we, for the angel like expression. Hey, the day, <laughs> like, because that is something that I'm very proud of that we got this season is Coheed and Cambria's like attention. That is something that actually we also there. rest in peace to uh Trevor from the Black Dahlia murder because yeah, yeah um they were when when they upset who do they upset I think I don't remember who they upset but they they responded for to their win I'm gonna check yeah. that out real quick it was um, kind of a, it was very unexpected yeah hey like shout out hey I will always put Black Dahlia I put Black Dahlia murder on polls for a reason. Blasphemes, those dudes, the fan base has always been polite, always been cool, great people. Their fan base has always been polite. Like, I can't, I have nothing bad to say about their fan base. They're funny as fuck, and I'm always glad to share their shit. Same, yeah, with, they, the, same with the Between the Buried and Me's fan base. Like, they the beat, they upset Cyanvar. Yeah. Cyanvar. On a Swan Core page, apparently. And then they got, and then, and I page. thought they were going to be, I honestly thought they were going to be Chan too. Yeah, but they they didn't quite pull that one off. But yeah, they and yeah, and on a Swan Core page, they beat Cianvar. We ain't a post. We ain't a Swan Core page. We're a post hardcore page. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> no, trust me, I know. We're, we're exactly the genre we are. <laughs> we're we're all core. We're like uh, mall core. We're everything that was sold at Hot Topic and Spencer's core. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. MySpace core. We're Nintendo crab core. core. Uh, crab core. I think we kind of talked ourselves out of the crab core. I mean, no. Uh, Attack Attack. No, I love, cra- I love crab core. I mean, I know you hate Attack Attack. Do you no, know no, no. I hate no. Attack Attack? Me, me and Attack Attack have been nothing but cool. Like, that one post actually led to us being, like, chill online. Like, I remember I made a post, like, a month or two ago, and I was like, hire me as your meme guy. And they're like, you're hired. And did you, like, they and still, you made like, memes for him? Uh, I made like one meme, but then they didn't comment on and it. They so I didn't make for another it. one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But it gives me something to talk about with them, you know? Something they said to me. So maybe they remember. Maybe we get them on for season three. Maybe they can continue Dude, the MySpace. I would MySpace, love to, like, would back, love to get Johnny season... Frank on, to be yeah. honest. Johnny Frank. Bill Murray, I think, is one band we. We've t- we've tagged Bill Murray. I don't know how many times and shit. I love I mean, that he's guy. He's been on tour I, I, I like all year. I will say he's been on tour. I don't, and I mean, he's a busy guy. He's a busy guy, and his social media. I think he is very selective about what he does with it because he's like not on Twitter right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, 
He was, he was on um, what's the name show? Yeah. Hey, if the Punk Rock well, NBA can get him, we can get him. Punk Rock NBA. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll be bigger than Finn McKenzie soon, right? <laughs> oh, come on. If we're if we're going to be on Ghost Killer, we got to be friendlier to Anthony Fantano and Finn McKenzie so we can lure them into a false sense of security and attack on the behalf of Post. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to kill no. Anthony Fantano. I promise we will not kill Anthony Fantano. No. Unless, <laughs> especially not if he no. gives uh, the Angel no. Expression a uh, good review on their uh, first full length. For Anthony Fantano, yeah, come, on. Yeah. come on, Melo. Come on, Melo. Look at my lips, Punk Mello. rock NBA. You want to review our song? <laughs> See my fucking yellow ass teeth. This podcast was brought to you by Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Colgate is this theme song. We highly recommend you brush your teeth. Yeah, I I usually let toothpaste like rest in my mouth and let it like kind of whiten my teeth five ten minutes before brushing. Ryan, I don't know how you do all these like little routines you have. You say you like warm up your voice like an hour a day. You be drinking tea all the time. I'm just like I don't I don't even know, man. Like you just kind like of he's, just... he's gargling. That's why that's how he warms. He's gargling. Voice. He's like, oh, Ryan oh, is oh. gargling. <laughs> I mean, I can give I can give guys like five minutes of my warm up. I I won't I won't warm up for five minutes in front of you, but I can give you like what I first do. See what you do want to first do is you, real quick, real, real quick uh, vocal run through for uh, for uh, warm ups for uh, Ryan Porter, the screamo uh, bullshit artist. Um, first, you want to do uh, clench your teeth together, fill your uh, cheeks up with air, and try your best to hum but sound like a vacuum cleaner. And so you do that, and your All voice right. starts. You, your voice starts to get a deeper resonance. You, yeah, you notice. It hey, I can't. Even I should be talking to some ladies right now. <laughs> How are you doing? Sound like welcome. Luther Van Ross. <laughs> welcome. No, the, you got to sound the, like Barry White. And welcome You're to right. the death. Oh, 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 oh. Now imagine if you did. Imagine if, imagine if you did that for an hour. Oh no, baby. Oh yeah, baby. An hour and a half. I'm just. Um, but no, that's, see, I try to section it into three parts. Like 20 minutes of like humming exercises, kind of go through the soulfledge scale. If you know what the soulfledge so so you know, And at what point do the yeah, women's panties drop? Yeah, um, when, when, when is that part coming? Yeah. When you get to a falsetto, it seems to work for the post hardcore scene right now. No, that was definitely like ten years ago. But uh, I don't think anyone gives a fuck about falsettos anymore. Do you? Who the fuck's doing a yeah, falsetto do. these days? Head, head besides Tillian. Head voice, high register. All right, head yeah, voice. Head voice, yeah, head, like, ne- like, like what is it? Throat, head voice, kind of area is always going to be like like mixed chest voice, like with like a little bit of a head voice, kind of what like is yeah, you know hitting right but now not but not like I'm, just straight like falsetto i don't think that's like like i think that's not like singing like, with sirens is selling out right now 
But I think that's kind of the point that My Chemical Romance is making, releasing a song where the vocals are kind of buried in the mix. Yeah. And they're very, they, like, cloudy, and they're very, like, gritty. Dirty, that was very interesting. Because they're a punk. They're, they, yeah, because post-hardcore is they're just they're doing post They're doing post-rock now. They, it's post-rock, yeah, but, like, yeah. no matter what, do or say they're always going to be rooted in post-hardcore so post-hardcore kids who went to warp tour who watched fuse tv who found other bands like the bled or reggie and the full fag are going to be like oh my chemical romance dropped the song it's a dope song i like it and i like the elements that they infused because the vocals can sometimes like like when we were listening to into the sunset and we we're like hey Moses, you like Brian Mays all of a sudden, huh? Like, not Brian Mays. Uh, what's the guy from Beach Boys? Oh, uh, yeah, Brian Wilson. Brian, Brian, Wilson. Yeah, Brian Wilson. But when we were listening into the he sunset... Not like, well, do you remember when he was like, is your boy Brian something? He said the wrong name, and we were like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Brian Wilson. That was Aaron Rossi, who was also on this season. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, I love the Beach Boys. And, like, we don't have emo music and like I, we don't really talk about that much. But like I'm like a big like you know Midwestern emo guy. To yeah. an, I mean to an extent I'm not like super in like the deep like deep down the scene. But like I know old like your basic like you know cap and jazz and like you yeah. know whatever the Texas is the reason whatever. But like all that stuff like isn't doesn't exist without Brian Wilson without. Beach Boys making that wall sound stuff. Yeah, it's like using weird chords and things like that. So for like that's very popular nowadays in our scene, I think, Mm -hmm. because they're they're rooted in post hardcore, whether they want to be or not. Like they fought the emo label. They never fought post. (laughs) No, yeah, the Beach Boys are rooted in post hardcore. But that's a production technique, correct? From the The what the wall sound. The wall of sound. Yeah. That's a, well, that's I a mean, technique. I guess the other thing about the thing about like, I guess emo stuff also was that like they weren't necessarily doing the walls. Like they were doing like all these, like a bunch of like sounds at once. Like, cause like Midwest emo, I guess, is different than like, you know, like your mic and romance and fallout boy, even though like I can hear like the yeah. guitar, like how the guitar relates to that, I guess. Well, if even. you want my, yeah. But you're a nut like me who like pays attention to like music production if you listen to my music production but i listen to like the music i can like tell what they're doing so yeah but if i were to tell you if you listen to that my chemical romance song you that you would detect similarities between the turtles even like crimson and clover with the way he like kind of like does his voice larry buried in the mix and letting a guitar and drum do the talking because punk post hardcore in the 80s which like they they reference black flag i think it's you know you know who i think i think it's i think it's afi i think davy havoc might just have always had the music scene by the balls for the last 30 years to be godfather. honest that's the godfather of everything bro it like, really is like Dave, like afi davy havoc is just like he's he's the fucking yeah. man if we could get like davy like, havoc I've, ne- I've never reached out to afi I'm, I've never asked. We them. should totally do it, honestly. I fucking. Love I would love to, but I feel like someone of their stature and their long time of being in the business. It's kind of like with Coheed. 
asking can sometimes feel like you're asking and asking and asking. I mean, we got the bled. Jeremy Talley did reach out. I did talk to him. He was willing to come on today, but he's got shit to do. People got lives. You should, you should ask Davey Havoc for a feature on the Angela expression. <laughs> yeah. <Alan. laughs> Bro, that'd be that sick. That would do. I mean, I, I, I really do. Like, he really was like a huge influence on me. And I mean, actually, to, like, I was starting writing the song, I guess, probably on Wednesday. And I was kind of like, I want this Davey Havoc basically sound like for the lyrics and like kind of like a little bit of the music. And I wanted to kind of be like a post rock, like like a more recent like AFI sound. Basically, it was kind of like what I was going for. And yeah. it's like that's like that's how much like AFI Cash. is like. Cash, how many beers have you had? <laughs> Four plus a little champagne bottle. <laughs> I guess I guess three and a half in the champ little champagne Bro, bottle. Your Damn. eyes have gone from. Like- this at the beginning to like how you doing <laughs> and like my eyes are always kind of squinty so <laughs> so you can never tell how you do well um i love how we were like like in the middle of me doing a vocal warm-up and that just what it all became into <laughs> yeah yeah that's how you so you just so you get these conversations going you just kind of so Alan, you do you see how I've made a career for myself? This is it. This is this is the show. <laughs> yeah, going off on a tangent. I mean, that's that's how it happens. Basically, this we did that earlier. Like, you just kind of just talk about. Well, everyone's like, "We're y'all are so unprofessional," and I'm like, "I don't care." Like, <laughs> people see now real, good time. Just keeping it real, you know. I mean, this is how people really, you know, they're just that's how people. Talk. It goes wrong sometimes. We've gotten ourselves into some. We've uh, talked ourselves some like when me and Cash about that. Yeah, we had to pro wrestle each other. It was the hardest. Oh, I know. We never pro wrestled. We're gonna real wrestle. Yeah, fact, real, you want yeah, to yeah. sell it? So, so actually, uh, nah. Quote, uh, we don't. We don't have. We'll we'll do an announcement quote, for the for the eventual wrestling. We'll do a, a promo pick, but we're not gonna actually wrestle because that'd be weird to do it in private. Hey, we're gonna no have to get world, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, let's say it happened. It's like the end of Rocky two, when he trains. Uh, no, at Rocky three, when he trains with Clubber, like to train against Clubber Lang, he trains Apollo. Apollo. It'll be like a private match. Yeah, yeah man, no, like that's the creed, motherfucker. Take off the shirt and just. Actually, I don't. I wanted to be Rocky three. I, I think I've only seen the first. Rocky. I wanted to be the fifth or fourth one. I love all the Rocky movies. All the Rocky movies, even Rocky five. It's not as great, but it's got its merits. I like certain scenes in it. It's a very heartfelt. I used trilogy. to jog yeah, to the Rocky theme on repeat. I would say even the Creed movies, yeah, all every single one of those movies has heart. There's a lot of heart in those movies. Like Sylvester Stallone does not get enough credit as a writer or director. You, know, you think like you would think like one of those some of those movies, like those action movies, the kind of like classic action movies. You think like they're going to be like kind of corny and stuff like that. But like I remember watching like Rocky first because I watched it all the way through. I think when I was like probably 20 or something like that. And I remember thinking like, this is actually really just like good movie all around. And like, they kind of like get this, these reputations for, cause they get like parodied or whatever. And yeah, I don't know. A lot of them yeah, are a lot, lot end up being a lot movies. better than they actually, than people, will, than pop culture will let you think. I used to watch a lot of Rob, yeah. I mean Rob Van Dam. What is it? Rob Van Dam, John claude Van Dam. John Claude, I, I love John Claude Van Damme movies. That's why I used him a lot. Rob Van Damme. 
and edit the fuck out of it. John Van Dam. Rob That's Van a cool Dam. name too. Who is the other guy? Who is the guy with the ponytail? Rob Van Dam. Uh, oh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, yeah. Yeah, that guy's movies were good too. <laughs> like Schwarzenegger, Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme, and Oh look, and Ryan's Ryan's phone died. Ryan's phone died. All right. Yeah. She's a time to wrap it up then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good time to wrap so? it up. Did you have a good experience on your first? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. You know, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I've never seen, I've never really had time to go on the podcast or anything like that. So I never, I never got to experience it. I've never been on, no, I've, I've, totally never, I've never even seen like a podcast. I usually watch, like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of It's Always Sunny and I haven't even watched their podcast, you know, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel it. I feel it. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't listen to any podcast besides this one because I basically have to like listen to this one every time we do one. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah never, this, this, this is how we do it. Um, I feel like there's something else I was gonna say. I needed to announce, but you know, I mean, this is good enough. I guess we'll close it out. Uh, thank you so much for uh, Derek from from First to Last, Color of Violence, Color of Violence, If I Die First, and uh, Greg from A Moment's Notice, and thank you, Alan from yeah man the angel like expression man i'm sure you will be back on soon yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'll definitely be on just let me know uh for sure you know, or just all right i'll have ryan just let me know you know and you know what maybe we can like we'll we'll, we'll scout the waters for like some uh lead vocalists too i guess because we know we're always just talking to people so who knows yeah it's always funny just kind of mixing it up with different questions you know the different people you know they kind of react different ways about it so Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a good time. I know we can sometimes go on our tangents and like just be talking about bullshit for a long time. Yeah, but... yeah. I mean, that's, that's the funniest things about it, you know, just talking about yeah. random bullshit. <laughs> exactly. That's that's how you gotta do it. I think that's that's I mean, what makes life good. Some random bullshit yeah. with some people. Yeah, just keeping so. it real. Exactly. Well, yeah. I guess we better call this one. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it was good, nice uh... to meet you, man. Yeah, you too. You have a good night. You too, man. Yeah.